MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're on this roller coaster ride. We'll be back up in the 50s by the time we get to Sunday. It's very, very weird. Let's take a look at traffic. You're going to have to tell us more about weather because my uh, computer just shut off. Okay, I'll give you all the weather info you need. Let's take a look at... uh, Will that result in golf? Traffic and see what's up, though. Kathy, no, what's going on this No, we can't do that because I have no computer You can't yet. do traffic either? No, my computer restarted. I have to turn it back on. Oh, that's on. cool. Okay, well, uh, Nick's got something to share. So this is a, a week plus away still, but I checked the weather for a montage next weekend. Next Thursday night, they are scheduled to get snow. Hey! Yeah. So if, if uh, things align properly, we could actually, you know, despite everything that we've had this winter, and it's been kind of a crummy uh, winter for skiing in Pennsylvania, Next Friday could be perfect. All right, we will look forward to that. And that's your weather forecast on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Wait, the... I, do you not know? I have no nothing on my computer. Well, I didn't know you do you do news from your computer, yeah. too? Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. No, it, it's just like uh, <laughs> a, a circle that's just going around and around. Do you keep any around. old reports around by any chance? <laughs> I'm sure we can sort of modify them. There's uh, also no, an interesting... it's going to turn on. It just takes a little while. There's a great feature uh, on our new computers where you have to be called or texted by your... Um, yeah. And so they can, you know, do that double check thing where mm-hmm. it's actually you. Right. And so that adds... Two-party uh, verification. Yeah, that, and, and so that adds So I, well. I did that, and now we're just waiting. Well, what I find is, is fascinating is that they will randomly and seemingly scheduled often during the show shut off and reboot. Yes. And you can't stop it. Nope. Well, I did this this morning. I rebooted it so, so it wouldn't do this, but when I unplugged it, from the office and brought it in here, I guess because it sat all, you know, for a couple of days, it, the battery was not charged all the way. So when I brought it in here, it turned off. Well, I, I know the news will be that much more spectacular <laughs> once it was it's making, finally removed. It was making some funny beeping noises Yo, you that heard I normally me. don't hear. Oh, yeah. really? I don't know. Office, I don't yeah. know what that is. I had to hit a few buttons and eventually it turned on. I Yeah, I don't know what to do here because this is just... All right. Well, what we can do is give away some uh, skate passes with rentals for this event that uh, we have going on tonight, actually. Oh! Uh, it's the flight on ice uh, at Harris. Yes, and, uh, I, the facility is really nice. We're actually, I haven't seen it. Have you? Yeah, I saw the pictures online. Okay, I, I know nothing of it's this. It's covered. I'm, I'm yeah. excited for this tonight, and uh, we're going to go skating. It's kind of a kind of a happy hour skate because it starts at five o'clock, so from five to seven. And you know what I can do? I can take uh, three callers right now at 215-263-WMMR. So this is for tonight. All right, mind you, and it's a four pack. Uh, wait, actually, no, I'm sorry. We have a pair of skate passes with rentals Okay, uh, that you will win right now. And we're going to be there from 5 to 7. And, and anybody can come out, by the way. If you want to come out, this is just a chance for you to have uh, free admission and free rentals. Uh, but, um, yeah, come out and be a part of this. So, Harris, tonight, 5 to 7, we will be there. Uh, you can text SKATE to 39333 for a link to, well, it says to enter to win passes. It's probably too late to do yeah. that. Ah, what the hell? Go ahead and try <laughs> it. Why not? <laughs> 
It's from Flight on Ice, and you can visit flightonice.com to purchase tickets and for rink information. So there we go. Here we go. All right. I am uh, good to go. All right, Case, I need you to reset the oh, news info, please. Yeah, if you oh. could, please. Yeah, I can do that. Because we are indeed going to do the news. God damn it, come hell or high water. Oh, my God. We're going to do traffic, traffic too. too. Hang on. We're doing traffic first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we need uh, traffic music and all that. all that stuff. All right, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, let's do that now, Kathy. What's up in traffic okay, so Okay, this traffic report is brought to you by Wawa. Smake up, smake up. Wake up and smell the sizz- <laughs> sizzly. I just smoke up. <laughs> Two for $5, great morning start at Wawa. This is not a great morning. Okay, 295 northbound at uh, Route 140. This is in Pennsville, Salem County. Uh, closed because of an accident, Route 140. Uh, between 295 and Route 130 closed because of the accident on 295. It's a truck that hit a bridge support. Uh, 295 northbound between 48 and Auburn. We've got a tractor-trailer fire that's just been cleared. And then in Trenton, Route 29 southbound at Bridge Street, a disabled vehicle blocking the center lane. Schuylkill Expressway, 95. The blue route there moving along nicely this morning. No problems crossing the bridges and mass transit is on time. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save big on pasta night at Whole Foods Market. Rouse pasta sauce. Pasta and more favorites are 32% off with Prime through February 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Here we go again. All right, today is Wednesday. The 22nd of February. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, significant damage could be seen in part of Mercer County, New Jersey, after a tornado warning was issued on Tuesday afternoon. Hail and high winds caused extensive damage to the condominium complex of Lawrence Square Village commercial buildings and several vehicles. In total, about 100 properties were damaged and 60 residents were displaced. As the sky got darker yesterday and the hail started pelting down, residents took shelter in basements and bathrooms. Lawrence Township officials said that the National Weather service has been contacted and they will survey the damage Wednesday to determine if a tornado did indeed touch down. It was wild to see a warning come up on my phone and I thought, okay, we're, this is probably some other part of the country and I'm like, uh, and then I realized it was the local right area. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, in February? All the right. alert I got was as soon as we started our, our conference call last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So far, no injuries have been reported. The Red Cross and Volunteers of America responded to the scene and are providing assistance for displaced residents. Uh, any resident seeking assistance should contact the Lawrence Police or 1-800-RED-CROSS. Hundreds of students and staff packed the area around Temple University Bell Tower on Tuesday afternoon to remember fallen off. Officer Fitzgerald. The family of Officer Fitzgerald on Temple University police officers also joined the on-campus vigil. Dedicated to his job, Fitzgerald was shot and killed while working the dangerous streets of North Philadelphia on Saturday night. His former partner choked up when speaking about the impact Fitz had on the campus and community. From his first day to his last day, Officer Fitz was running around this campus to prevent crime and conduct community policing, said Officer William Bay. Officer Fitzgerald's wife could barely get words out as she stood before the crowd where her husband's jacket. My family will never be the same. I will never be the same, said Marissa Fitzgerald. Her emotional and tearful speech uh, garnered a few laughs as she shared stories of her husband's love for the school. 18-year-old Miles Pepper of, was arrested around 6 a.m. Sunday at his family's home in Buckingham Township during a news conference Tuesday. Staff Inspector Ernest Ransom said uh, that, the, said that uh, he was in full uniform. Officer Fitzgerald was in full uniform and in a patrol vehicle when he observed three males who 
who wore masks and were dressed all in black in the 1800 block of Montgomery. Due to the recent series of carjackings and robberies, Officer Fitzgerald tried to make contact with the three males, but all three fled on foot. The officer sent a message over police radio that he was in foot pursuit. Two of the males, who are known as a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old, hid. However, uh, Ransom said that Officer Fitzgerald continued a foot pursuit um, into the 1700 block of Montgomery. Officer Fitzgerald can be heard over surveillance video ordering Peffer to get to the ground. There was a struggle, and then Peffer pulled out a handgun and shot Officer Fitzgerald. While the officer was on the ground, uh, he then was shot three more times. At that point, Ransom said Peffer was motions uh, as if he's going to run away, but then he comes back and tries to remove Officer Fitzgerald's gun, but is unsuccessful. It's so horrific on every level, but to, to watch the, the students, obviously... You know, the uh, as with Officer Fitzgerald, they're the ones who are keeping the students safe in that area. Mm-hmm. And to see this steady stream of students <clears throat> showing up and, and openly weeping and yeah, uh, yeah. being so moved, it's it's just amazing. Um, there, the gun that was used uh, in the shooting has not recovered, and uh, Officer Fitzgerald's funeral will be held on Thursday. One of the benefits to the complete lack of snow this year is the opportunity for roads, uh, road crews to get a jump on potholes. Usually pothole repairs uh, during the dead of winter employ the use of temporary cold patch material until the weather breaks, officials said. This year, road crews are already using permanent hot uh, asphalt filler. Uh, but experts- hot ass. Hot ass. <laughs> But experts say just because we're experiencing a so-called snow drought, hot Some ass, hot asphalt, man. Uh, doesn't mean that we can skip the pothole season. It doesn't really matter if we have snow on the ground or not. It's more temperature-wise because we are still getting rain uh, when the water seeps through the pavement and then it freezes and then thaws. That's what's creating the cavity underneath the pavement, said PennDOT spokesperson Robin Briggs. So this is two brands. They're hot asphalt. Hot Meat herd cutter. Right, exactly. In January, the city of Philadelphia received 828 requests for potholes and road repairs. Officials from the city and PennDOT say don't be shy about reporting any potholes you see on the highways or local roadways. You can call 1-800-FIX-ROAD to report when there's a pothole on a state highway. And then you call 311 uh, for pothole repair service on municipal roads in Philadelphia. Otherwise, you check your municipality's website for information about pothole repair service in your town or borough. In sports this morning... Can't go without the Dolphins. No. The Flyers lost to the Oilers 4-2 last night in Edmonton. Connor McDavid reached 800 points and scored his 43rd and 44th goals in the third period to lead the Oilers to the win. McDavid also had an assist on Leon Dreisaitl's tying goal in the third and McDavid picking up his 800th point and Dreisaitl his 700th on the play. McDavid became the the fifth fastest player in NHL history to get to 800 points behind Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Lemieux, Mike Ball, and Peter Stasny. The Flyers are back home Friday night with a game against the Montreal Canadiens, and the puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers return from the All-Star break with a game at home uh, tomorrow night against the Memphis Grizzlies. Entering the second half of the season, the Sixers have won four games in a row and are in third place in the Eastern Conference, three games behind the Boston Celtics for first. Tip-off is set for 7.30. And our sister station, 97.5 The Fanatic, is now the official radio home for the Philadelphia Union. Mm. Union matches will be broadcast on The Fanatic 
Fanatic, the Fanatics app, and their website. For any matches that uh, conflict with other station partner games like the Sixers and the Flyers, which are already broadcast on the Fanatic, union matches will be heard on the app and the website. The union have their home opener on Saturday with a match against the Columbus crew. It's set to begin at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. So already running really late. I want to get to this stuff quickly, what we have going on today. Uh, We have the Bruce Springsteen giveaway, your chance to win tickets. So yesterday there were four songs you were supposed to listen for at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m., uh, around 8 o'clock, we're going to ask you to be a designated caller to give us those four titles. And if you get them correct, you're going to get tickets to go to the uh, to one of the Bruce Springsteen Excellent. shows. Pretty sweet deal. All right, so listen up for your chance to win. We also have a new uh, Word of the Week prize. It's an LG 65-inch UQ 75 Series LED 4K UHD Smart TV. Whoa! And also a Lego uh, Mandalorian helmet and a Mandalorian Season 3 poster is coming out. Speaking of the Mandalorian, we're going to have Katie Sackhoff on the show. She is from The Mandalorian. Season 3 is coming out uh, on March 1st. We're also going to have our friend Todd Glass stopping by this morning. uh, And he will be performing at Helium Comedy Club tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning. We also have a secret word. It is your chance to win a four-pack of tickets for the Atlantic City Boat Show. So text the word secret to 39333, and we will have your opportunity to win. We'll do a few more passes for our skate date tonight as well. So we have a lot happening. I want to go ahead and take a break right now and come back in just a moment. We'll get a stupid question ready to go, give some stuff away in the entertainment report when we get back. So hang in there. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. No stupid question this morning, prize. We have to give away tickets to the Second City Swipes Right, an incomplete guide to the ultimate date night Ah. presented by the Kimmel Cultural Campus. I'm just going to read through this because this is the first time I've seen this. So, a cast of comedians cover everything that turns us on and off about love, dating, and relationships. So, this is going to be a show with Kimmel Campus. Kimmel Cultural Campus. I've always, always had a hard time with that. Well, it's it's built in to be a tongue twister. <sighs> All right, so you damn it. Take us to this if you can answer this question correctly. Who was the man that was a grand promoter of peanuts, sweet potatoes, and soybeans, and also credited with inventing peanut butter? Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right, who was the man that was a grand promoter of peanuts, sweet potatoes, and soybeans, and also credited... With inventing peanut butter, 
215263. WMMR, we'll go through some birthdays while we wait for your answer. Uh, today is the 22nd day of February. It's Drew Barrymore's birthday today. Uh, she is uh, 48 years old. She's doing well. Her talk show does well. Yeah. Uh, she's been inviting a lot of people who were her contemporaries on the show, like Corey Feldman and other people like that. So that's become a thing for her, that nostalgia. You know what's funny about uh, Drew Barrymore is, is sometimes until an impressionist does an impression of <laughs> someone, I don't realize that there's a pretty obvious impression that can come from it. Yeah. Uh, the gal from Saturday Night Live that does Spot it on. is dead on. The lisp. Yeah, and, yeah, and just the shape of her mouth Whole and thing. everything when she does that. Uh, Drew Barrymore is 48 years old today. It is Julius Irving. Oh. Dr. J celebrates his 73rd birthday today. When you realize all those accomplishments, he would run, he'd finish up an OR, go right to right, right, the right, yes. stadium. The fact that yeah. a man with those size hands yeah. could do yeah. such delicate, delicate surgery. work. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he would have, he, and Nick, they, they actually had, they hired someone, another doctor, to always uh, close the patient up for him so he could make it to the facility in time. Yeah, I mean, he had to, you yeah. know, had to get the spectrum. Yeah. He had to drive. He was at uh, the slam dunk contest, uh, contest over the weekend and presented the award to Michael Klung, who won it for the Sixers, the guy who has uh, made more money winning the uh, slam dunk contest than he has in his entire, entire career in the <laughs> NBA. But Mac McClung was really excited that he got to get the trophy from Dr. J. That's did you shake cool. his hand? Was that the, I yeah, did, yeah. yeah. And, and when I was, uh, Volvo, right? I was nine years old. I was on the same plane as him uh, out to the Olympics in Los Angeles in 1984. And, yeah, shook his hand. And, That's man, great. Uh, an impression that will, you know, live with me my entire life. 73 years old today. Also, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, the actor, you okay. know, from uh, Twin Peaks and Blue Velvet and Dune and Sex and the City. Dune was his debut. It's the first time I think he was right out of college. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and I loved him in Twin Peaks, and he's uh, he was great on the series Portlandia. Steve, what was the movie where uh, there was an alien that oh. would get inside people's bodies? I love it. Yeah. And um, one of them uh, loved heavy metal music. And, it wasn't Critters, uh, was it? No, no. no. It. This alien kept jumping from good. body to body, like to a stripper's body. Yeah. And then and just, it just, went, just was tearing it up. From like I, the late 1980s. I forget the name of it, but I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Seeing the Doors? Yes, he played Ray Manzarek. He was great in that, yep. So he turns uh, 64 years old today, Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, Jerry Ryan, who you know from Star Trek Voyager, uh, she turns 55. She's back on Picard. When she hit the scene, we're like, whoa. I I like me some Borg. Stunningly beautiful, yeah. Uh, So 55th birthday for her today. Uh, Ellen Green, she was a female in Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Uh, so she is turning 72 years old today. She's been in a bunch of things throughout the years. She sings Suddenly Seymour, right? That is correct, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Julie Walters, who played uh, Molly Weasley in Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Weasley. Uh, she turns 73 years old today. I always liked her character. Impressed in the new game? The video game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just took it out for a little spin. Really good. Yeah, it's not available for PS4 yet. I have yeah. to wait until March. Yeah, You yeah. can get it immediately for PS5. Yeah. But, uh, Graphically, it's unbelievable. I'm uh, I'm awaiting to get that. Uh, Rachel Dratch, Saturday Night Live alum. Uh, she turns 57 years old today. <laughs> Does the great Boston accent. And then yeah. the last birthday I saw is actor Thomas Jane. Huh. 
uh, who's great in the movie 61, uh, Punisher Steve in uh, The Mist. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> what an ending. It's the most depressing ending in a movie ever. Well, no, Literally, we... seconds away could have been an incomplete different ending, Yeah, but it became the tragic ending. Yep. Uh, he's 54 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to Super Question this morning. Who was a man that was a grand promoter of peanuts, sweet potatoes, and soybeans, and also said to have credited or was credited with inventing peanut butter and we are going to go to Ron see if we can get the answer. Hey Ron, morning. Alright Ron, with that, who are we speaking of please? That would be George Washington Carver. You're correct. George Washington Carver. Hang on Ron, we're going to give you a night out. We got a pair of tickets for the Second City Swipes Rights. An incomplete guide to the ultimate date night presented by the Kimmel Cultural Campus, March 10th and 11th. And it's cast comedians covering everything that turns us on and off about love, dating, and relationships. Tickets and information at KimmelCulturalCampus.org, by the way. All right, some celeb stories. We're going to start with this. Ariana DeBose's rap highlighting women who were nominated at the BAFTAs on Sunday, the British Oscars, as they're called. Uh, quickly became the talk of the town. In her opening number, the West Side Story actress uh, named Dolly DeLeon, uh, Carrie Mulligan, and Michelle Yeoh, among others, as a camera panned to their lackluster responses. <laughs> uh, the lines getting the most attention from the song are Angela Bassett, Did the Thing, Viola Davis, My Woman King, Kate Blanchett, You're a Genius, Jamie Lee, You Are All of Us. Uh, and it's a little bit embarrassing how she acted it out. It's a little stiff. And so, therefore, oh, well, people are kind of having some fun with it. I know. She's I know. so good. It's, it's a little cringy. But the, uh, the, the I Want to Be in America sequence from West Side Story, that, and she is driving the whole thing, is so phenomenal. She's great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, people can't get enough of the clip. Uh, and, in fact, uh, uh, somebody tweeted out, uh, Ariana DeBose, you're an Oscar winner. You don't have to do this, I promise. <laughs> Another one said, I love Ariana. Stop it. But this made me cringe out of my skin. Uh, following the overwhelming response to her performance, DeBose left Twitter. And one of the show's producers called the criticism she received incredibly unfair. However, DeBose also seemed to have some fun with it. And she commented on a collection of memes shared by writer Evan Ross Katz on Instagram on Monday, writing, honestly, I love this. So it's a little cringeworthy. Speaking of cringeworthy... Uh, it's been almost a year since Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Academy Awards, and he is still reflecting on the turn of events. On Monday, Smith shared a TikTok video of himself set alongside another video by uh, this TikTok user that suggested a way of making life interesting and fun. Uh, the, the TikTok user said, it sounds insane, but it will change your life. She said, did you know that you can pick up any object, look at it, and ask it what it thinks of you? And she says, so, for example, you can pick up a pen and ask it how it sees you or what it thinks of you, and you will get an answer in your mind from your intuition. And at that point, Smith looks pensive for a moment, and then he lifts up his Oscar that he won for the Best Actor last year and is kind of doing that with that. But it's his first time, I think, that he's referenced... Sort of. He has he has uh, given his quasi apology. It has not been accepted by Chris Rock. The Chris Rock is saving his response for his live Netflix special. Uh, but uh, I wonder. I wonder how his within the industry how they view him because he's had a couple of 
Um, like, uh, eman- was it Emancipated? Was that the last movie? Emancipation. Yeah, Emancipation didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was um, passed over for any Oscar consideration, so those are usually home-run movies for that. So we'll see how time treats Will Smith. Yep, yep, absolutely. It's still out there. All right, Liam Neeson uh, was not thrilled. Full blown nights. Was not thrilled with his time on The View last week. No? Yeah, the Taken actor uh, told Rolling Stone that the segment made him uncomfortable as the show's co-host repeatedly joked about Joy Behar's crush on him. Uh, One of the panelists said, Joy wants to get taken by you. And producers even shared a montage of all the times that Behar talked about her crush on the show. And in these clips, she says things like, I would just like to have my ashes sprinkled over Liam Neeson. Yeah, I was watching as it happened live, and he looked incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, no. Yeah. They, I, I guess they didn't tell him ahead of time they were I'd doing this. I'd rather make love to a sock filled with crap. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Wow. I'd rather... Take my unit and plunge it into a wool sock <laughs> stuffed with cat crap. <laughs> in response to all of this, uh, Neeson told Rolling Stone, he said, I was in the dressing room, drinking tea, turned up the TV, and I thought, oh, this will be great. Uh, they're talking about gun violence in America. I agree it's an American problem. So I go on stage and I join the ladies during the break and I was uh, congratulating them on this discussion. And then our segment starts and it's just all this BS with Joy and Liam Neeson and having a crush. And I've known Whoopi for years and Joy a little bit. <clears throat> but I just wasn't impressed, he said. I'm uncomfortable in those situations, you know. I would rather slowly put my staff into a wood chipper than have sex with you. Uh, the Love Actually star added that he had uh, a good, intelligent conversation with Sonny Halston uh, following the segment. He said, but then the segment's all about this 13, 14-year-old crush. It's just a bit embarrassing, wow. he said. Oh, so he was not digging it. In, uh, Line uh, up, though. Come on. And I agree. Because, I, I, listen, I'm no Joey Behar fan. But, but I mean, it was, it was genuine. She yeah. just had a little crush. And so he, he could have gone on his merry way. And, you know, but I, it is what it is. That's Liam Neeson. He's it, got full well, body. Well, feels, he feels uncomfortable in that situation. Is Joy always, is she on every day with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't well, realize she was still on. She regularly. was going to leave like twenty. Well, it seemed like twenty years ago. She has this, and you can't. I mean, for her age, she looks pretty damn good. But she's got this uh, cosmetics line that apparently is is doing well for her. Mm-hmm. And she was going to leave and promote that. Okay. Well, apparently uh, Liam didn't like all the. Uh... <laughs> you look like a smashed ass. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I have an inverted boner now. Somebody <laughs> stick it out my butt. <laughs> you got it. You've reversed my boner out my anus. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> that must be very uncomfortable. Oh. I mean, that's, it looks you're, so weird. You're sitting on. I have a butt boner. It's very painful. <laughs> An inverted boner. What? Wow. Okay. Uh, I have some local entertainment news. Uh, the Philadelphia Music Alliance Walk of Fame will honor seven new inductees this year. Of course, Pierre Robert is yes. part of that collective. He's he's uh, he was nominated and, and inducted a few years ago. And um, they also present uh, present a, a special recognition award to the Mighty Three architects behind the sound of Philadelphia. So the honorees announced on Tuesday include uh, Leslie Odom Jr., the East Oak Lane native who gained fame in Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. Very cool. 
Uh, the Philly Sound Trio of Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and the late Tom Bell, uh, who died in December. Now, the songwriter, producers, and music executives were previously inducted into the Walk of Fame as individuals. That was in 1993, but this time they'll receive recognition as the embodiment of the sound of Philadelphia. Also will be uh, James DePriest, the Philly native and world-renowned conductor who died in 2013. The Bacon Brothers, Kevin and Michael. That's really cool. Yep. Uh, The Times, which is the vocal group that scored a number one hit with So Much in Love in 1963. Ed Rendell will be honored for his role in creating the Avenue of the Arts while mayor of Philadelphia. That he did. Um, and also from the world of radio, WDAS's Patty Jackson, uh, yeah, and John DeBell. Hey! Yeah. Deserves it, man. Isn't that great? Yeah, both of them. Patty's great, and he's great. So they are going to be memorialized into the uh, Walk of Fame, which is pretty. Where is that on DeBella awesome. de Broad Street? Or? It's on DeBella de Broad Street. Yes, okay. it's pretty awesome honor by DeBank, uh, the Philadelphia Music Alliance <laughs> Walk of Fame. I think it's April twentieth that it happens uh, because I got an email from um, one of the publicists for the Bacon Brothers, and she said that they're going to be back in town for it, and uh, they're going to be honored with a plague. On the Philadelphia Walk. Plague. Yeah. And I think she meant plaque. <laughs> okay. Uh, but she wrote plague. We're going to put a little bit of the plague down on the sidewalk. <laughs> nice. We have some flea-ridden rats. <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. So we'll... Uh, we'll yeah, congratulations. Yeah, we'll um, probably be able to congratulate everybody. To Bella's a great congratulations. <laughs> All right, this was terrible. Uh, Hayden Panettiere's brother passed away, uh, Jansen Panettiere. And according to a report, uh, friends were concerned on Sunday... Uh, when he didn't show up for a business meeting, one friend rushed over to his apartment oh. and found him unresponsive and sitting upright in a chair. That's so weird. Uh, the friend called 911 and attempted CPR, and the 28-year-old's cause of death has not yet been revealed. So if you stop and think about Hayden Panettiere, she had traumatic postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. She lost custody of her child because of depression. Um, she's had... Um, and, and then this... Um, you know, she had substance issues. Substance too. issues. Yeah, it's a, it's been a conga line of horrific stuff. And her ex husband is the, the mayor of Kiev. Is that right? Yeah. Klitschko. Okay. Klitschko. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's just a, a, a bizarre tragedy. So I'm curious as to what happened. All right. On the happier side of things, um, Adam Driver's wife Joanne Tucker is pregnant with their second child. Uh, the couple who were married in 2013. Have one son together. Uh, they were photographed unloading groceries in New York City recently, and Tucker's baby bump could be seen under her gray sweatshirt. Did you impregnate her with your butt boner, or did you do it old school? <laughs> uh, there's no real answer to no, that, yeah. unfortunately. I don't know. Uh, and speaking of baby number two, Constance Wu Woo! has baby number two. Uh, she's officially greenlit the sequel in her motherhood journey. I love her. I, the, uh, I watch Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, over the weekend. I love that movie. It's a great movie. And then when you learn that they had an, a really limited budget on that movie and yet made it look so extravagant, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty amazing. Uh, the actress revealed on social media Tuesday that she's pregnant with her second child. Uh, she posted a photo of herself smiling and pointing to her growing baby bump on Instagram, writing, a bun in the oven, uh, Philippines baby number two coming soon. Uh, the social media pregnancy reveal is a departure for her. Uh, Wu is notoriously private about her personal life and didn't announce the pregnancy with her first child, which was a daughter born in late summer 2020. Wu's manager confirmed in December 2020 that Wu had privately welcomed a baby girl with musician boyfriend Ryan Katner 
a.k.a. Honus Honus of the rock band Man Man. So who's with Honus Honus? Yeah, from Man Man. From Man Man. Yeah, that is That's correct. great, great. So they got a baby baby on the way. <laughs> uh, great, great. Isn't that great? Uh, so on Monday, Kim Kardashian shared a fun video to TikTok featuring her 9-year-old daughter, North, and Mariah Carey's 11-year-old daughter, Monroe. Monroe. still sounding fine. Uh, together, the girls execute an adorable choreographed dance to Mariah's song, It's a Rap. Gotta tell you. Kind of stunk. Their synchronization. Oh, really? they, they were not uh, synchronized well, and uh, and uh, Kim Kardashian's lip singing was not very good. And then Kathy, their moms butt in with hairbrush microphones. Oh, perfect! Uh-huh. I love it. Uh, so they had a fun little video that they put together. Uh, Who would imagine that they hung out together? Right? Wouldn't you love to hear Kim sing Kim Kardashian to like <laughs> like take on a, a, a delicate ballad? Oh sometime? yeah. And just, I, she's got to have the worst singing voice. You guys want some snackables? <laughs> yeah. According to People, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are not planning to sue South Park over the Worldwide Privacy Tour episode that aired on Wednesday, the 15th. Uh, the episode featured the Prince of Canada and his wife who resembled Harry and Markle carrying signs that read, We want our privacy and stop looking at us. <laughs> But a spokesperson for the Duke and Duchess uh, told the outlet, it's frankly, it's totally baseless, boring report. So it's not true. Uh, Kevin Costner's attorney, Marty Singer. Marty Singer. Is addressing the rumors that Yellowstone may be ending earlier than planned due to scheduling conflicts with Kevin. Uh, He said the idea that Kevin was only willing to work one week on the second half of season five of Yellowstone is an absolute lie. It's hooey, hokum, and bull dash. He said it's ridiculous, and anyone suggesting it should be uh, shouldn't be believed for one second. Liar, whore, liar, whore, you know it. Liar, whore, liar, whore. As everyone who knows anything about Kevin is well aware, he is incredibly passionate about the show and has always gone way above and beyond to ensure its success. Besides, Kathy Romano loves it. Yeah, so they have to keep that in mind as well. <laughs> Uh, Sir Ian McKellen brought a bit of poetic panache to London Fashion Week. Ah. The iconic British actor, who is 83 years old, uh, surprised those present at the SS Daily Autumn Winter 2023 show Sunday night by striding out to open the event, giving a dramatic reading of the poem... The Coming of Arthur by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Oh, nice. Uh, McKellum was dressed in the designer's nautical theme of the evening, wearing a sailor's cap, trousers, striped scarf. You're a liar and a whore. And navy navy peacoat with the image of a nude male figure featured on one side. So the Hobbit movies, they were doing a sort of a marathon over the weekend. I watched uh, two of them. And uh, he's great. You know, he's, I mean, it's such a, such an incredible role. I, I kind of, I could be okay with him going around as Gandalf all the time. Just dressed like that? <laughs> right. All the time? Let's just make him the real Gandalf. Uh, the designer, Stephen Stokey Daly, is the winner of last year's LVMH Prize and Emerging Designer going at the, uh, a go- and Designer Gong. I want to congratulate Stephen Stokey Daly and Peter Pugpola Print. <laughs> <laughs> They're both innovators in the world of fashion, so that would make total sense. And Jim Bob Blow held a feeling. Those are names you don't hear in fashion. <laughs> like Jim frat- Bob Blowhole? Yeah. Okay. Uh, those are more frat uh, nicknames. 
so yeah. Anyhow, he was. Uh, he, he was. Uh, wait a second. He was last year's prize and emerging designer gong at the British Fashion Awards. And is known for incorporating theatrically into his runway events. However, according to Vogue, McKellar himself ah. was the one who approached the designer with the idea to open the show. Um, so how out of your element would you be at something like that? Oh, my God. You, I, that's the last place on this planet <laughs> yeah. I'd want to be. Yeah. I'd feel so out of place. Oh, I wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. By the way, Stephen Stokey Daly uh, said, you don't say no to Sir Ian McKellen. No, you don't. He said, to be honest, I couldn't really believe it. Uh, in addition to McKellen, Stokey Daly's celebrity fans <laughs> include uh, Harry Styles, uh-huh. who wore the designer to accept his trophies during the uh, Brit Awards earlier this month. Uh, and speaking of Harry Styles, he treated himself to a big gulp out of his own shoe in Perth, Australia, Monday night. Is that a big tradition down there? It is. While making casual conversation with the crowd in between songs, Styles seemed to have decided that this particular Love on Tour stop was the perfect time to partake in an interesting Australian drinking tradition called doing a shoey. Doing a uh, shoey. Yes. Shoot the boot, right? Uh, well, they call it doing a shoey. Right. Yeah, so. And to complete the tradition, you must eat mashed potatoes out of a menstrual cup. Oh, God. Uh, well, okay, if you had to choose. Would you rather do a sh- drink out of a shoe oh, or... Oh, mashed potatoes out of a menstrual cup yeah. any day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'd pass <laughs> on that. I think I got to go with doing a shoey. <clears throat> okay. Oh, my God. Are we talk- we're not talking about a used one, right? We're talking... Well, I don't know. You're the one who brought it up. Well, yeah. you got it when you... When you do check the rules. <laughs> when you do a shoey, it's got to, like, come off your foot. Yeah. So yeah, I- I'm thinking a menstrual right. cup, you got to go over and... Yeah. <laughs> pull that right. sucker out and, and do it right then and there. Otherwise, yeah. it's not that crazy. Shoey. So to do a shoey... One must pour alcohol into one's shoe, not water, as Styles learned on Monday night, and chug it. He had said to the crowd, does anybody have a drink that they wouldn't mind lending? Uh, he asked fans in the audience and then pondered, can you do a shoey with water or is that against the rules? Uh, before dumping it to his mouth straight from his shoe, which appears to be the Adidas X Gucci Gazelle sneaker. Ooh. Come on. Uh, the Harry's House hitmaker commented, this is one of the most disgusting traditions. Uh, by the way, Post Malone and Casey Musgraves are among the fellow music arts of the fellow music arts to have joined in on the Australian Rite of Passage on previous tours. So would you? You're supposed to do it. If you were challenged, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem doing that. I'd do it. In my own shoe? My own Absolutely. shoe. Absolutely. Sure. No problem. Absolutely. Maybe, right. maybe we'll do that sometime on the show. We'll just uh, have the entire morning. We'll just drink out of our own shoes. Do a shoey. Yeah. Oh, but just your coffee? Black coffee? Uh, right out of a shoe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, Keenan's comes to mind. I know. I was yes. thinking of that, yeah. too. We might all... Yeah. Let's do. Let's get everybody in the bar to do a shoey at the same time. Love it. Yeah. Most people, Love it. Most people have flip flop flip flops on. Doesn't matter. You can, most people? Yeah. Some people. You can run the... Run the Liquid down the flip flop into your mouth, like yeah. You could uh, just like uh, yeah. like angle it, right? You yeah. know, and just pour it down like that, that uh, the, the block of ice with yeah. the uh, the shot. Yeah. All right, we're ready for the clips now. The writers of South Park are no strangers to crossing boundaries when it comes to their content. And here, creator Matt Stone talks about one of their controversial episodes. Here we go. We wanted to do a Scientology episode since the show started, mostly because Scientology is just funny. Scientology is just hilarious. It's just funny. And you, when you got to come up with comedy, you know, there's this big fertile ground. You're just like, let's go over there and make fun of that. Yeah! 
A new episode of South Park, season 26, airs tonight at 10 o'clock on Comedy Central. Season 26. Wow. Unbelievable. So it's on uh, HBO Max, and I've dived back into it recently, and there's an entire season, I think it's 2016, that's uh, really bizarre, but it's not individual episodes. The whole thing, it's the, the season with the member berries, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the name? The, the one teacher becomes like Trump, and he becomes a president. It's so bizarre, uh, and it, but it's a great season. And then last night I watched an episode, and I, I want to ask the audience this because I don't understand. They had an episode with Mark Zuckerberg, and he keeps talking about fighting my stoil. And I don't know what that's in reference to, but like, it's, well, it's what is it? He goes, Oh, you can combat my stoil. Your style is no match for much of a style. Oh, a uh, style. style. He's, he's saying style, and he's like doing it sort of like a, a, a Japanese uh, kung fu movie. And I don't know if there's like an inside joke there or if it's just Matt and Trey being silly. Because uh, in, in, in classic kung fu movies, there's always your style, my style. What's your, is that what, what it what's is? Your style? Yeah. So in fact, there's a line right out of uh, Enter the Dragon. What's your style? Okay. My style is the art of fighting without fighting. All right. So Mark Zuckerberg is doing that in, in this <laughs> The 2017 episode of, of uh, South Park, and I had no idea what that reference <laughs> yeah, you, was. Yeah, it's, it's like a, saying your your tiger is no match for my crane. You that's know? what that's, he was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. essentially what it is. Okay. So, yeah. All right, uh, next clip. Here we go. The caterers of Party Down are back to serving rich people food and navigating a work-life balance. And in this clip, star Adam Scott... Talks about achieving his own work-life balance. If I needed to really get away, I would have to set my phone on fire and put it in a drawer while it's on fire. Tiger uppercut. Uh, Party Down returns for a third season this Friday, and you will find that on Stars. I have not seen that. Has anyone watched that? Yeah, no. Uh, I watched the first two seasons, and it was uh, it sort of lived under the radar. Uh, what a decade ago, something like that, and now right. it's back as a, um, I guess, a reboot or they're redoing it. But it's a funny show. Oh, we shotgun the bear uh, over the time off. Love it. Isn't that a great Love show? It. Yeah, excellent. That's a really, really good show. All right, and there you go. That is the entertainment report for this morning. Uh, reminder we have a secret text word. It's your chance to win uh, four pack of tickets for the uh, Discover Boating Atlantic City Boat Show, which is uh, March 1st through the 5th. So, text word secret 239333. And we will see if you win. Anything else? You're reporting to something? Well, we have giveaways for things that are happening tonight. We have this one. Okay. And, and this one? that one. All right. I'm going to give away movie passes for, we have a screening of Cocaine Bear. Oh. It's tonight, 7 o'clock at the PFS East. And Universal Pictures presents the movie event that will blow your mind. Yeah. Get it? Blow? Cocaine? Yeah. Uh, inspired by true events, Cocaine Bear rated R. Get in line February 24th. Another cocaine reference here. Uh, we will take, you know, we'll take 10 callers, Bill, at 215-263-WMMR. God damn him. <laughs> I've really pushed him over the limit this What time. have I told him? All right, so we'll take 10 callers, and we will give you passes to the movie tonight. And again, it is at the PFS East, all right? And it starts at 7 o'clock. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Todd Glass is stopping by this morning. Uh, actress Katie Sackhoff on the program. Bruce Springsteen tickets less than an hour from now. Your chance to win if you heard the songs yesterday. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic is almost here. Friday, March 3rd at Montage Mountain. 
You don't want to miss this spectacle on snow as these cardboard creations attempt to make the finish line with cash prizes and pride on the line. Come for the cardboard. Stay for Mountain Fest. Two days of live music mountainside. Friday night, it's ever clear. Saturday features lit and fuel. With a fireworks show on the snow to cap it all off. For tickets and the helpful Discover Depot travel guide with lodging and activities info, visit WMMR.com or text CARDBOARD to 39333. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic. Sponsored by Acme Corrugated Box. From concept to delivery, our innovations are your packaging solutions. And from Montage Mountain and 93.3 WMMR. We had a couple extra days off, and that gave me some extra time to um, notice what? a few things, yes. The noticer had extra time to notice. Yeah. He was noticing like a mofo. Something he I noticed. Leave the volume of things he's noticed. Something I noticed. an empty field. <laughs> Down a lonely alley. He's always there, noticing so you don't have to. Um, I noticed a news report uh, from last night. Kathy had it in the, in the news earlier that uh, potentially a tornado in New Jersey. Where it was it? my mind. Kathy, do you remember? I don't have the information. Okay, I apologize. Uh, I just it noticed it. I didn't Mercer retain County. I'm not the retainer. Yeah, he's on the on the noticer. People, get off his back. <laughs> it was Mercer County. Okay. And so there were like uh, roofs and stuff like that damaged? Or, yeah. Okay. They're saying like a uh, building complex. There were some residential homes. There's uh, the Lawrence Square Village, uh, which was a uh, condos. They were destroyed. Yeah, they're saying there's extensive damage out there. And I got some warning on the uh, on my phone. And I thought, yeah. well, why am I getting... I, I thought certainly it had to be like the Midwest or something. And then yeah. to see that it was local, I'm like, well, in the middle of February? Well, and not only that, because it didn't seem that crazy windy no. where I was. I mean... There, there were a few gusts at, at points, but I didn't think that it was a, a, a tornado. Hang on. I have to let this go until he says, oh, my God, again. Hang on. It's a little annoying, but it's a compulsion. I can't. Hang on. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Tornado. Tornado. Can I hear just that part again? Uh, One more time. Uh, Let me just cue it up. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The guy is so awesome. Uh, That would have been terrifying. Yes. Uh, And in February. Yeah. That says it blew my mind. They they said there's only been four others um, in New Jersey in February. Should be a snow NATO. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I guess, but sometimes they have these, like, uh, downward bursts of, of air that are technically tornadoes. They're down-nados. They're down-nados. <laughs> down-nado. 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 Uh, so that happened, uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Around 6 o'clock is when I got the alert. They were talking to a few people, and one of the people described the thing, which I've heard, um, uh, is that, that, uh, mm-hmm. Train sound, almost yeah. the sound of a locomotive. Yeah, you know, something like like a large rumbling. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. see that. I've been when it's been very very windy. Uh, it it definitely it definitely has that rumble. Uh, but but I've never heard of the full on train thing. And, <clears throat> and I've been in conditions where you almost feel 
It's this is strange to say, but the house move a little bit. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, uh, that's a house NATO. A house NATO. No, no. <laughs> I had no idea. You, uh, what you're feeling, pre- from what I understand, <laughs> is is the pressure yeah. inside the house and on the outside. This is what causes houses to um, to implode. You know, um, I've, I've heard that that is a that's a myth. There, there used to be. Kathy a, told me it. So it's well, okay, maybe this was a myth that you open your windows. Yeah, that, that yeah. and it equals out the no, pressure. You can let the tornado out. Yeah, but we used to, when I was a kid, we would do that. We're like, open up the windows, you know, there may be tornadoes. I and, think the guy in, in the tornado video that that yielded that audio. I think he was doing that, uh-huh. opening up the window. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you just gotta hold on to your ass. And yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. There's it. another myth where you're supposed to drive under an underpass. Yes, uh, I remember seeing that. Year. Years ago, like those tornado chaser videos, and and people would say, "Oh, it's safe under there." It's not. Oh, no, it's supposedly maybe even more dangerous. It is, yeah. It's a funnel. It's accelerating. Is it not accelerating and the the velocity of the air? There can be more, uh, more uh, debris and stuff flying underneath. And there there's can, hobos under. And there. there's hobos oh, probably yeah. they're eating soup and whatnot. And they never give offer it up to you. Singing Jimmy Crack Corn. Yeah. And, and they don't that. care. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> They don't care at all. It says it right in the song. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and they're talking about tornadoes. <laughs> I don't care. I get goddamn tornado. I'm having my soup. <laughs> I'd also heard you need to if if in in a desperate situation that you get into a ditch. Yes. Really? So you have to bring a shovel and dig a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna take a while. I'm sweating like a bastard. Right. No, there 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 are um, in fact a lot of the areas where there are prone to tornado alley, so to speak. There just seems there are a lot of roads that have those sort of I guess runoffs that, that so it's a ditch. All right, here's a, a list of things. It was it was pull, Connor pulled this up on our monitor. Uh, during a tornado, do not do the following: go to axe throwing club. Uh, yeah, uh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to you don't want to open up a bag of broken glass. Right, you know, right. Like that. Don't stack your nails. Uh, ignore. You don't want to ignore tornado warnings. No, that's uh, kind of obvious. you don't want to stand near an open window. All right, I, I guess debris, yeah, could could come flying in. Yes. Uh, here, I like this one. Don't try to outrun the storm. And it shows a person, like, physically running. Yeah, like jogging. A human being running. Go to for a st- I would, storm I would run. think with a car, though, wouldn't you try to outrun it? I mean, well, if you're possible, head in the other direction. Yeah. You saw a twister. Yeah. Well, no, all th- right, hang on. What's But what, what else are you supposed to do? If you're on foot. Yeah. What are you yeah. supposed to do? Just stand there and get sucked you, you away? You have to like... build an overpass. Okay. No, it says no, tornadoes. It says don't take shelter under an overpass. Oh. Says. Well, you do that to uh, mock those who run under it. Oh, it just says that, that it, trying to outrun a storm can prove to be useless. So they're just saying, well, well just I, kiss I, your ass goodbye. It's my understanding yeah. that sometimes storms can travel. Yeah. Um, what, what is the, uh, Nick, can you look this sure. up? What, what is the average ground velocity of a traveling tornado? How, how fast it how moves? How fast do they move? Average. It says it can move up to 60 miles per hour. That's what it said Damn. in the fine print. Okay. okay. So you're not going to outrun that unless you're Steve Austin. Tornado's average speed tornado, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is 10 to 20 miles per hour across the ground, but can reach speeds of up to 60 miles per hour. You can't run, outrun no. that. No. You, you, could, that. you could probably skate away like if you're on ice. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, David Copperfield could. And uh, Christian Anderson. If you think you're a fast driver or can outrun the tornado, think again. It says your chances are slim to none when it comes to outrunning a tornado. As soon as you hear that tornado warning siren, seek shelter immediately. Stay indoors. If you're nowhere near shelter, you should stay in your car and buckle up or, if possible, get below the level of the road. <laughs> 
like a ditch. Well, you saw what happened to Carrie Elways and Twister. They were in their vehicle. They were buckled up, and yeah. they got launched into the sky. In fact, um, I've tried to forget everything wait, about that did movie. He die? I don't did remember that part. Of course, he died. Oh, I don't remember. He died. Carrie Elways. Yeah, he was. He was that. Uh, he was a corporate meteorologist. Oh, I know he was, yeah. but I, I didn't know he died. All movie. corporate meteorologists die eventually because of their hubris. I'm pretty sure his vehicle gets launched in the air and then comes down and explodes. So I don't think he made it out of that. It Unless exploded. he sure, yeah. got uh, Nick, he could have left the vehicle and subsisted on a diet of tadpoles for the sequel. Wow. Yes. Uh, so the biggest threat to living creatures, including humans, from tornadoes is uh, from flying debris and from being tossed about in the wind. Look at this stat, by the way. I've never seen this before, Preston. Uh, the strongest tornado ever was 318 miles per hour. This oh, my is a, God. Uh, measured on May 3rd, 1999, near Bridge Creek, Moore, Oklahoma. It's wow. the finger of God. Yeah. The middle finger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are, the, those are the most severe wind speeds of any tornado. Well, okay. I mean, at that point, they've shown um, like debris that gets blown through. You know, like a like yeah, a, like a, a straw gets blown through. into a tree, right? right. And yeah. sticks in it or something. You're like not going to survive. No, you're not going to make it. You think there's a porn out there called Hornado? Hornado. A bunch of prostitutes. Yeah. I kind of kind of like uh, Lavalanchula or yeah, something like yeah. that, where there's. Yeah. All of these prostitutes get caught up in a I think tornado. when, like, a convention's yeah. come into town, you yeah. will have a tornado. Yeah. Yes. It is on Urban Dictionary, Casey. Okay. What is that? <laughs> a group of drunk girls you move at a party at a bar whose high-pitched squawkings feed off of each other until they become a destructive force capable of annihilating eardrums, sanity, or a good time. That's a tornado. A tornado at a bar. All right. <laughs> Yeah. When those girls get together with a box of Franzia, you can expect a tornado on the on the way real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I've seen tornadoes yeah. before. If that is the definition of a tornado, I've seen tornadoes. Wow. All right. Uh, well, anyhow, hopefully everybody is safe. Were there any reports of injuries, Kathy, or just no, damage? No, they said no reports of injuries as of right now. You know what, though? You get your, your like, there was a tree on a car and all that stuff. That, that'll, that just, that sucks. All right. Yeah. There's a book called Hornado by uh, author Candy Socks. And it's on Kindle. It is on Kindle if you want it, uh, and you can order it through uh Look at the picture of the cover of this. It's yeah. a woman lying on her back with her legs spread wide open, and you can see a tornado coming right down at her crotch. What's it about? The tornado. It's, I don't it's know. A, it's a guide to auto repair. Okay. All right, anyhow, I noticed some other things, so we're going to move on to that. Uh, let's see. More for the noticer. So, I love this story. This is out of Florida. He loves this. Uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't happen, but Florida's uh, favorite pets may no longer... Get to partake in one of their favorite pastimes if a bill in the legislature is signed into law. Now, the bill does a lot of good things, uh, but there's one thing that, that you guys will find interesting. So it's called, uh, the bill is called SB 932. It covers many animal welfare topics from prohibiting cat declawing and rabbit sales before Easter to restricting when uh, animals may be tethered outside. And one section of the bill deals specifically with the transportation of dogs and cars, including forbidding drivers. Uh, from having a dog in their lap and transporting them on the car's hood or roof, which I don't know why you would do that. Uh, but one of the restrictions prohibits drivers from allowing a dog to put any part of its body, including its head, out of a car window. Oh, man. I love seeing a dog with its head out the window. So, you know, how animal crazy, you know, I love seeing a happy dog yeah. enjoying the, especially one that's got jowls 
because it's like uh, <laughs> they're flat. flapping away, and yeah. it's, it's a wonderful time. So I had to take Reggie for a ride the other day, or the other night, I should say, because he overheard me. Asked somebody else if they wanted to go for a ride, and he and so he went crazy. I was actually talking to my wife. Yeah, I'm like, hey, do you want to? Because I had to drop somebody. Like, do you want to go for a ride? And so he loves sticking his head out the window. I mean, he just goes absolutely bonkers, which I love because my other dog can't stand it. Hates the car, and yeah. I hate that about him. I, I, uh, you know, in, in all the years of of, of animal stuff and, and charity stuff, I, I, I've I don't know if I've ever heard. If there is a detrimental aspect, besides being decapitated, possibly, but right. stuff in their eyes, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So this, uh, this is according to uh, Trips with Pets, explained in a blog post. Allowing your dog to stick its head out the window is a very dangerous habit. Their eyes are exposed to dirt, rocks, dust, and other debris. Okay. These materials can easily puncture and scratch your dog's eyes. And the post also cited potential damage to. A dog's ears and the possibility that a dog could fall out. And, of course, if you're in an accident. Yeah. That's going to be an issue. What if your dog is wearing goggles and headphones? I, yeah. They hadn't considered yeah. that, probably. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Uh, we got a picture of a dog wearing goggles right now. Well. I do not let my dog put his head out the window when we're on the highway. Okay. Uh, right. Any, any That's sort of too residential much. roads, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. When well, you're like, in a NASCAR race. I I love it. Our uh, We have two dogs. We have Haley and Rook. And... Um, Haley will ride the entire time with her head out the window. And Rook will stick his out intermittently. But I love looking in the rearview mirror, <laughs> in the side side mirror. Right. Just seeing that, that head sticking out. It, joyous. In, in, in right. the wind. It is so sweet. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, you wish you could be that happy. I know. So, you know what I, I find odd is, um, so Reggie loves sticking his head out the window so much. But when we take him to the groomer, freaks out over the... You know what? The the, uh, hair dryer. Yeah, it seems weird, doesn't it? If you're ever driving a standard, do you let the dog shift or do you... I try to, but he doesn't always... Lock it in place. They don't know. They can't spell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so they're, they're looking to have this... Legislation pass, and it's it's for the welfare of animals. I but, get it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's such a joyous thing. It's so awesome. That's get... why. And Nick, if they go after dog hang gliding, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, that's just yeah, the pure joy. They love it. Uh, somebody texted in. I've never heard of this before, but can a dog get an ear infection doing that? Because the ears are quite possibly on the window. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Do you ever stick your head out the window at all while you're driving? I have. Yeah, yeah, for I fun. Like doing yeah. that every now and then. <laughs> yeah, so, have your tongue. Sometimes in when I'm driving, I will let go of the wheel. I'll crawl out the driver's window across the hood and inside the passenger side just okay. to see if I can do it. I will do the, especially when uh, you know spring and summer hit, uh, the hand out the window and gliding oh. up and down and see how air, I could as the airflow works. I could have worked for NASA. Look at my <laughs> command of aerodynamics. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. But Preston, so do you have a convertible now, currently? No. Okay. I did, but uh, no, I got rid of it a couple they, years ago. They're a lot of fun. They are. You know, and that, yeah. that's, or even like a, like a, um, a, a T-roof or, you it's know. Cheap. Yeah. That's yeah. a convertible. That's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah. You can take the, and plus you can take the doors off, which is yeah. amazing. So. They call dog goggles, doggles. <laughs> doggles. Yeah, there's a, yeah, doggles.com. Actually, it's wolf.doggles.com and you can buy them there. You know, it's a weird invention, oh the vajoggle. Yeah. Which is a goggle for your vagina. We're looking at uh, loads of pictures of uh, dogs with... Uh, what was the whistle for? That was the vagina blowing in the wind. Okay. <laughs> it's a Dylan song, I think. Sneeze when it's called getting the wind. Joining me on list is Casey Boy. 
Kathy, you know how vaginas make a whistling noise <laughs> when, you, when you hang them out the window, right? The old yeah. folks on Yeah, yeah. Or a slobber falling off. Okay. Uh, anyhow, they do make goggles for dogs, Steve. Like, this is this is legit. Uh, and I assume maybe there's different sizes for different breeds. I'm oh, yeah. not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty funny. They make them for cats, too. Oh, those, come on. Yeah, those are cats love what that. What cat <laughs> would put up with that? You, and l- you're going to have to nail it to the cat's skull, <laughs> right? So, so uh, yeah, it's like people, uh, though we had uh, Trish here in, in the sales department. She was with her cat. Her cat is trained on the leash. On the leash and the yeah. harness. I was mm. like, holy hell, man, that's amazing. I tried that one time. The cat got out of the harness so fast. I was yeah. like, yep, I'm returning And then this. killed yeah. the thing you love the most. <laughs> yeah, same here. All right, so anyhow, it is uh, bill number SB932, uh, but that's in Florida right now. All right, uh, notice some other things. More for the noticer. Noticing so much. Uh, this is, uh, I, I don't need to give you a spoiler alert because this really doesn't give away any plot points, uh, but the show The Last of Us on HBO Max is brilliant. Uh, we're all fans here. Are you watching it, Kathy? What is, watching the Last it? of Us? No, but uh, I, I think no. I think you can handle it. I asked somebody, one of you, if I would like it, and somebody was like, yeah, I don't know. Preston said that he he didn't know, but he thought that you might, and be interested to see if uh, if you actually do. I think you'd like it. You think yeah. I'd like it? Yeah. The story's great. Listen, it's there is a there is a zombie like element to it. Oh, that's right. That's why you said it. You but think I'd listen, like it. Rochelle is loving this show and she's not into that genre at all it's more about relationships it's yeah. more about loss it's more yeah. about dealing with loss and it's more about having a huge fungus on your head that too <laughs> yeah. no but pedro pascal's performance is yeah. just so he's he's just, he's this tortured guy and and he's just it, it's so great so but anyhow uh this you may be uh uh intrigued by this kathy uh, yeah. because uh, the most recent episode openly featured a menstrual cup in the episode. Right. I know. Everyone sent me this. <laughs> I was like, I don't watch the show. Except but they referred to it as a diva cup. Yeah, uh, yes. yeah, that's, yes. Yep. So, Dean uh, was praised by female viewers for period representation, uh, but many then found themselves in a delicate position as they had to explain to their male friends, yeah. husbands, <laughs> and even fathers about the item, which had left them perplexed. And when I saw it, uh, the, the moment in the episode... I knew what it was because right. of the discussions that uh, we have had and you bringing in those various cups and so on. So yeah, I knew immediately what it was. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, our listeners, they know now yeah. because we already talked about this. Did you did you have anybody that was turned on to the concept of the menstrual cup who now uses it regularly? Um, because you, because you, of our conversation? You, you, did, you didn't like it, but... Yeah, no, I got, I mean, I, a lot of people reached out to me and, and were like, you know what, I'm going to try too. And then yeah. they gave suggestions because um, the cup did not work for me. Uh, and But people that, that use it and love it were like, I can't, wh- what do you mean it doesn't work? Like, I, you know, why is this not working for you? Try this, try that. And I tried, and listen, they're not cheap. Too, do they have so. menstrual steins? Decorative? <laughs> no, but like there's different ones that you can try and, you know, hopefully it, it works for you. But uh, people who use them love them. It just unfortunately didn't work. Didn't out work for you. They're not cheap, but um, you also don't have to buy them more right, than but once. I'm saying to like test ones sure, that, sure. that, you know, might work for you. I was like $150 in. I'm like, this isn't working They'll for me. They'll let you do that in the store? <laughs> Oh, stop. Oh. How much is a, a box of tampons these days? Um, Maybe like maybe like 20, 20 bucks or so. It depends oh, on the, wow. size, the size or what, you know? If you work for say, NASA, you get a discount. I was going to say like seven, eight bucks, and that's just yeah. a oh, guess. No, no. So, that, yeah, well, that would save you a ton of money over time. Yeah. You can buy cigarettes. Uh, screenwriter Craig Mazin admitted that uh, that discussion is what he had had hoped for, people mm. talking about it. Yeah. 
uh, revealing the intention was that if you don't know what it is, you can ask someone or you can uh, Google the uh, what it is. Uh, despite only being a fleeting and relatively unassuming moment, uh, female fans were quick to heap on the praise at the uh, Cubs' inclusion. Um, but it seems that most male viewers were left perplexed with one admitting the last of us just taught me what a menstrual cup is alongside a mind blowing emoji. And dozens of women said that they were left, uh, explaining the menstrual device to their male counterparts. In the scene, the, the female protagonist, Kathy, um, she's looking at it and then she goes, gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, yeah. I think there's an earlier episode where she finds a box of tampons. Like, yes, she did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they were rummaging around the store, and he's like, nah, it's all picked through. But right. she ended up finding tampons. She was like, ha, ah, found this. Yeah. So, uh, Speaking about the decision to include the menstrual cup, screenwriter Craig Mazin previously explained to Vulture why there was a lack of in-depth explanation during the scene. Uh, because it goes by very quickly. He said that the idea was uh, was apparently, he said the intention was, if you don't know what it is, you can Google it. But the idea was prompted while buying tampons for his wife and daughter at a Target during the pandemic, he said, these are basic items that we'd need or would want. In a post-apocalypse, it's annoying to have to deal with that and have a shortage of options. Uh, why wouldn't we show it? Especially because our co-lead is a 14-year-old girl. This is part of her life. Right, yeah. Quick math, Kathy. Let's yeah. say you were to live to 80. Right. Oh, wait. But after a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, when, it, when it, it stops. What, what are the preferred tampons amongst the 80 and above? Well, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm working through this. I'm just wondering how many tampons do you think you would need oh, between now and until you until, don't? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I I have no idea. And actually, let me correct the price. It, it is a little bit cheaper. What what I buy, and it depends on the brand. And, Chinchilla tampons. And how many. But uh, mine was closer to like $13, $14. Okay. Not 20 right. okay. okay. Well, the... the They've never had those. Kathy, huh? Like, let's make a deal or something. Right? Kathy buys them by the gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do buy them by the bulk because I don't. Yeah, because you, you don't them. Well, and you 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 need them, and also like I don't have to. I don't want to have to run out every time I right, need them. Right, they're right. there. They're at home. At Costco, will they sell them in like you know giant pallet size with giant tampons? Yeah, yeah. you can use uh, these handrails. Yeah. Actually, yeah. have to. I don't have I don't have one of those um, accounts there. I don't have a okay. membership, but I would imagine they, they would do. Have to, right? Yeah. Actually, it's I not a string. So. It's a bungee cord. It's a it's amazing. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure any, anything that they have there, they have in ridiculous sizes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Noticer noticing other things. Uh, Texas man bought a secondhand CD from a small town thrift shop and made a dis- uh, surprising discovery inside of the case. And it was a Polaroid photo of President John F. Kennedy on the day of his assassination. Wow. So Kennedy was shopping for CDs on that day? Well, and listen to this. So uh, George uh, Rebellas said that he was at the Souls Harbor Thrift Store when he decided to buy Bachman Turner Overdrive's The Anthology on CD. Uh, Rebellas said that he didn't open the CD case until about a month after the purchase, and he discovered an object inside he soon realized was a Polaroid photo. Open that up, honey. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Baby. You just ain't seen nothing. Here's here's something you're never, never going to forget. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, he was just taking care of business. <laughs> uh, Rebellas said that uh, he didn't open the CD case until about a month afterward. The photo depicted Kennedy... 
riding in his motorcade in Dallas. That's wild. Uh, the date handwritten on the photo, on the back of the photo, was 11-22-63, the day of his assassination. So needless to say, CDs didn't exist at that time. So how, how do they, um, how do they high guess, conjecture that they have no idea? I didn't know Polaroids existed at that time. I didn't either. I wasn't aware. Uh, well, I guess that was the kind where you pulled out the strip. Yes. You remember that, Steve? I remember it well. Uh, instead of, uh, Nick, instead of the one where you take it and it goes, yeah, like that and comes out. You either pull out inside and there, you tear it off and it would uh, develop. Yeah, so there's a there's a, there's a full thing. I used to have one like that when I was a kid. That's cool. And you had to pull it out. It was the coolest. Uh, and had to, what is this? Nothing yet. Oh, nice. Little baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, so Rabella said, I was shocked, uh, and that's putting it mildly. He said that he knew it was an unusual find in a thrift store CD case. That of course, I realized immediately... Excuse me, do you uh, have any blue eyes to cult? ...that this was an unpublished photograph, so I was excited. He said it struck me as odd to find it in the CD case. I'm surprised that the... Because Polaroids were not the most uh, durable. No. That, they w- that the, the image would have been discernible after mm. all this time. I wonder if those uh, if those older ones, Steve, if they if they cause, better, yeah. Because you remember the the ones that we knew from the the one where it would slide out when yeah. you would push the button. Those would deteriorate over time. But I think the other ones maybe had a better uh, lasting quality too. Because I remember you'd you'd pull it out of the side mm-hmm. and then you'd, you'd same yeah, it, and you'd have to pull let that. it sit for a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, and then there was a, there were two pieces of essentially a, a paper with a glue right. together and, and developer on apart. It, yeah. And then it would be developed right then and there, and it was it was a revelation at that time. When we were uh, little, the lady who lived across the street from us, her name we called her Aunt Helen, and you know she was older, and we had a community wide yard sale. And like I'm kicking myself now because she had a whole table of old vintage, like really cool, like cameras and and really? yeah, yeah, wow. And I just and I think of that from time to time because like I don't necessarily think it was a treasure trove of stuff, but all that stuff. Does have value these days. Marissa's got a nice collection of vintage cameras mm-hmm. and uh, adding machines. Right, cool. Your microphone's not working. I don't uh, know why. I have what? it turned on. Are, they, are these? Wait. Uh, that, that looks girl, correct. They all lit. Yell loudly, Marissa. <sighs> okay, it's not working. All right. Yeah, anyway. Damn it. Uh, so yeah, we you know we have a couple of old cameras. Uh, I think I've looked them up, and they're they're pretty much worthless. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I hope this is worthless. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, so after Taking space in the house like this, it's great. Kennedy was assassinated. We got the audio of that famous uh, LBJ call. Oh, yeah. On Tuesday. Let's see if you can't believe me about it. An inch from the, where the zipper uh, ends round uh, under my... Back to my bunghole. <laughs> There's a guy who was... He, he had just learned that the president had been assassinated, but he had the presence of mind to order new slacks. Right. <laughs> There's a new biography of LBJ that's, uh, that's coming out soon, and I, I was listening to an interview with a guy who wrote in this guy named Robert Carroll. Uh, um, they took LBJ immediately to the um, Memorial Hospital where uh, JFK was, and they, they diagnosed Parkland. Parkland Hospital. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that that uh, JFK had died, but they didn't tell LBJ for forty five minutes because the Secret Service was so concerned. He was off in his own room by himself, and uh, the Secret Service had given out this strict order: nobody is allowed in and out of that room unless LBJ knows that person personally. He was wow. out of the yeah. room, so he's, he's... With crutch down where you <laughs> Well, he had it's always a little too tight. Yeah, he had to order some pants because he was. About to be a big boy president. <laughs> Mr. Vice President, uh, when you get off the phone, can we talk to you? <laughs> hey, just one second. 
Uh, so they, they they wanted no one. Yeah, nobody going, going in there. Yeah, it makes total sense. And that whole time, he's trying to figure out if the president was alive or not. Yeah, they did not give him the information that Kennedy was in fact dead. Wow. Well. Uh, he but tried I mean, looking it up on his phone, but it was just a regular landline from the time, and there was no screen. There was no internet. Yeah. <laughs> a former FBI analyst and JFK historian said the photo appears to have been uh, snapped as the motorcade left Love Field, which is a good distance from the location of the assassination. A rebellious hasn't uh, yet decided whether to keep the photo or to try to sell it to a collector. Do you know anybody who's ever found something like, uh, you know, like those you hear about how you bought this in a garage sale and it turned out to be, a, you know... No, a memoir or something like that. No, I think it's so rare. I think I've probably given away priceless things and been unaware of that. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my luck. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. At some point, it just lay you're it's like, a, I'll it's never a picture use this. of the planning session for the assassination of Kennedy. Right. <laughs> you want it? Yeah. All right. Anyhow, that's all I had time to notice because I. We're going to go on TV. We're going to go on Fox uh, 29 in just a moment. So we're going to take a break and come back in a second with that. Uh, we also have the beep out coming up and. Uh, your opportunity to win Bruce Springsteen tickets. Yeah. All right, 8 o'clock is when we were going to do that, or as close to 8 as we can get it. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll play another Bruce song for tomorrow's opportunity for you to win tickets. All right, so we're going to take a break and be back in a second. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day in just a moment. Then shortly thereafter, I'm not sure if we'll do the Bizarre File first or not. It all depends on how much time we uh, spend uh, speaking with these guys. But around as close to 8 o'clock as we can get it, uh, we are going to ask you to uh, give us those Bruce Springsteen titles that played yesterday. (laughs) Wow, yeah. And then we have uh, tickets for show number one, which is going to be Wednesday, August 16th at Citizens Bank Park. But I'll give you... Heads up and let you know what number caller, but don't call just yet because we're not going to do it until 8. It's 7.56 right now. We're going live on Fox. Good day. Let's do that. Hey, everybody. Hi, Preston and Steve. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Well, hey, guys. All right, so we found this study that says people can tell in less than five seconds if they like a new song. Uh, Preston, would, would that be... You can you not uh, like a song in five seconds? No, I never like a song the first time I hear it. Oh, on the rarest of occasions, do I hear a song for the very first time and go, "That's great," or that? Usually, I 
Some songs, it can take years for them to eventually grow on me. You were a music director. And and I was a music director, yeah, for a couple of few different radio stations, which it was, uh, that that was counterproductive, the fact that I didn't really (laughs) hear a song the first time I heard it. One song I saw you respond to favorably quickly was Baby Shark. That you just fell in love with instantly. (laughs) Instant love, huh? Instant yeah. love. But I no, I don't I'm not a, I'm not an instant uh I don't I don't hear it per se. I have to spend some time with music. I don't know. I I, I can like something pretty pretty darn quickly. What 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 would like you hear that would cuff it? What would what would instantly be a turn off in a song for you? Oh god. I I'm <laughs> not in to like heavy metal. Okay. Yodeling, yodeling, is, not yodeling is bad for Alex, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's sometimes there's songs that I've absolutely despised on the first listen, and then grew to love afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that does change. But I think um, it's five seconds is actually a decent amount of time to get the idea right in one right. two. If you do give it a, enough of that, but I think you got to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you got to see, you know, like Disco Inferno. You know, it's per- perfect to us. It also depends on they what burn that mother that. down. What part of the song you're listening to as well? Because sometimes True. you know a song will start in such a way, right? And that's not the actual sound like the of the great. song. Yeah, maybe the hook is is what you have to hear for five seconds or so, and then grab it. I don't know, man. No, I, I need five seconds. That's no way is that enough for me to make an informed opinion. Is your optimum listening in the car or right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. I think where you get the the best acoustics. That's I think. The best. Yeah, and then the radio. Is radio still all about being in the car? Is that where most people listen? I, to listen, radio? I think it is. I mean, when, when we do this show, when we do this program, and uh, and we're speaking to the audience, I have someone in mind who is in their car uh, listening in their so living room. room. Yeah, no, not in their living room. <laughs> not in their car in their, their living, living room. room. Why is this here? Yeah, yeah. They've driven into their house, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. In in car listening is where the majority of it is, I believe. Okay, I'm going to ask both of you, Preston first. What is a musical group or person that you will go out of your way to go see in person? Hmm. Wow. Um, you know what? I, I don't go to too many live shows anymore, but um, I will. I, something that that's made an emotional connection to me. I mean, I don't know if you want specific names or, or whatever, but uh, do it. Go for it. But I, I would always go see like um, if, if bands got back together, like when the Police did their reunion tour. I absolutely oh, went to yeah. that. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, some some of the big biggies. I, I love you too. I try to never miss, and I just don't do shows too much anymore. I have I have a hearing issue. I can't. Uh, I've done too much damage to my ears <laughs> over the years. I can't really go to shows. So demon drums. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. For me, it would be um, Cisco. Would be my wow, Cisco. Oh, yeah. I, I'm all about You're the thong about song. The thong yeah, song, aren't and you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It never gets old, and I can I can actually feel it in my butt crack when I'm listening to that. So it's <laughs> yeah. well, oh my sure, god, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Uh, is Nick there? This yeah, morning? yeah. Yep. Congratulations. We haven't had a chance uh-huh. to see you. Oh, thank so. you. Hey, Appreciate it. Yeah, I got engaged uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, Alex and I follow each other on Instagram, and so thank you, Alex. I really appreciate that. It's nice of you. Oh, you're invi- lovely. And, well, when they have it, you can invite her to the wedding. Yeah, Alex is invited. Mike uh, can uh, do the catering or something. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. No, Mike is, of course, Mike is invited as well. I'll bring sandwiches. <laughs> thank <Please. laughs> you. Italian wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, kids. All right, Bye, guys. Thank we'll you. see you later. Thank you. Uh, five seconds? No, there's no way. Oh, I can... see, I, I want to jump in. Me, you know me. I'm five. Five seconds? Sure, I could tell you if I like. Really? Five. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I'm one, like, this sucks. Let's turn this off. Two, three. 
before. Yeah, is, that, I, is that enough for you to that know? That is enough for me also to know if I like a person or not. Oh, that, really? That I believe. Yeah, be <laughs> I, no, I, in fact, I believe, uh, one second. <laughs> Last week I listened to five seconds of a song where I was like, I need to listen to this whole album. And it was my son was uh, had me listen to Lil, Lil Yachty's new album. And I was like, <sighs> I'm telling you, Did you like the it? first five seconds of the first song is really good. He's a genius. Uh, well, <laughs> it's... It's not like you would... It's Does nothing he, you would he, expect. Is he good enough to deserve a big Yachty? Uh, I think he's on his way. He's, okay. at, a, he's at a medium-sized Yachty right now. <laughs> uh, are you into little, uh, little, little Uzi Vert? A little bit. Yeah. I like J. Cole. As far as like uh, like newish rappers, J. Cole is kind of a, the guy that I, I like the most. But uh, yeah, my son, you know, we, we sit in the car together and he'll play Dude! He's in Pink Floyd right now. Like, he is all about Dark Side of the Moon. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that, well, there you go. Yeah. So what, what album is he is he loving? Uh, Dark Side. Dark Side. He's, he's, he's all about Dark Side right now. Uh, Are you going to have him venture out and do chronologically or just let him discover on his own? I think on his own because I, I floated out. I played a little bit of The Wall for him yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. did a little bit of Wish You Were Here the day before that or a couple days before that. But, like, he's still all about it's a good boy. About uh, Pink Floyd. But he, yeah. he likes his rap, too. But I would love for you guys to listen to the first song from Lil Yachty's album. It's, I'm telling you. The only reason I say that is uh, it, it's got Pink Floyd vibes to it. And so that's like the really Lil, weird... Is he sampling Pink Floyd? No. Is that why it has? No, right. no, no, no. By the way, have him have him listen to... The, the Wall is a bit of an... That, that's a that's huge. That's, that's, an that's, a, that's a big chunk. Yeah. But if but if he can check out uh, Dark Side of the Moon from beginning to end, specifically in a dimly lit room, right. yeah. and just listen to the music, that mm-hmm. is just a masterpiece. Just an absolute masterpiece. I, th- that is pretty much the, the the only way you should listen to the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the dark with headphones on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So, beside Lil Yachty. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. We need to do that. Yeah. 93.3 WMMR. The Springsteen Grand Slam. The Lil Yachty of Jersey Rock. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Now, here's the deal. We played four Bruce songs yesterday. One in the uh, 9 o'clock hour, one in uh, the other hours. Were they 2, 5, and 8? I need those four titles. And I will take the 18th caller you get to answer. All right? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if he knows what those songs were. In the 9 o'clock, we'll start it again today. We're going to play those uh, four more Bruce songs today and your chance to win again tomorrow. But I need caller number 18 and I need the four titles of the songs played in those hours yesterday. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to do the B-File while you call it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Burns Honda, celebrating its 50th anniversary, and they're giving away a car and other monthly prizes. You can enter to win by taking a test drive and filling out an entry form. Visit Burns Honda. Yeah, I, I thought it would say .com, but just visit Burns Honda. Why don't you? All right, so uh, let's go through some of these stories. This one I saw a couple days ago. Horrible story. An 80-year-old Florida woman was killed in an alligator attack while she was walking her dog on wow. Monday. So, Preston, when I saw this story, I, I just saw a couple of lines, and I saw that the woman attacked was named Gloria. Listen, when and I first, I'm like, what? If I didn't know the whereabouts of my mom at that particular time, I would have thought, uh, I would have been concerned too. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus, they don't have a dog. 
But uh, where my mom and sister live and the uh, condos that they live in, there's a, a little You've pond. You've mentioned, yeah. There's a little pond there. There's a gator in there. Uh-huh. I got pictures of him. I see him almost every time I go there now. You don't know your mom didn't purchase a dog to feed it to the crocodile. True. Yeah, that's true. An alligator bit my hand. Oh, my God. The deadly encounter happened uh, just after noon. Spanish Lakes Fairways, a 55-plus living community near Fort Pierce. The woman was walking her dog. When the alligator grabbed it, she tried to get the dog away from the gator and was killed. Yeah, sorry. Man. Uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission officials said the woman was killed. Uh, Who was killed was 85. Her name was not released. Uh, The alligator was close to 11 feet long. And an alligator trapper was called to the scene and was able to catch it, remove it from the neighborhood. (sighs) On paper, that looks like a fair match, but uh, no. Uh, angered that a couple in a neighboring apartment was making too much noise during sex, a pair of gun-toting Texas sisters allegedly threatened to shoot the loud lovebirds, according to police who arrested the siblings for felony assault. Uh, investigators busted uh, Alexis Davis and Treasure Bibbs following a, com- a name. confrontation early Monday morning at an apartment complex in Houston. According to police, an ongoing dispute over noise emanating from the nearby apartment had already resulted in Davis and Bibbs uh, leaving leaving notes on the couple's door threatening to kill Kevin Frank and Kira McPherson and the pair's children. That's not the way to start a conversation. Uh, During the encounter, Davis and Bibbs both allegedly brandished a firearm and threatened to kill Frank and McPherson with a gun for being too noisy. Uh, Davis and Bibbs were arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, which carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Uh, The family of a man who collapsed while playing blackjack at the Wynn Las Vegas is suing the hotel and casino, claiming that he did not receive medical care for nearly 20 minutes as an employee continued to deal (laughs) the cards. No. You got to watch that stuff. Uh, David Jagalinzer. Uh, was staying at the win and playing the table game when he collapsed. Jagenlizer had uh, his hand convulsed and he fell onto the blackjack table with his head down. While this occurred, the blackjack dealer continued to deal cards to another player at the table and continued to play blackjack. Give me a few minutes. I'm on a roll. Uh, the lawsuit said he remained slumped over on the blackjack table with his arm extended onto the table for an unreasonable amount of time while no employee <laughs> by the Wynn intervened to check to in, intervened to check to see if he needed medical attention. At no point did Wynn employees check on his condition for nearly 20 minutes, according to the lawsuit. Uh, lawyers for Jag and Lizer's family said um, sleeping or becoming unconscious at gaming tables is a violation of Nevada gaming law. And employees should have known to intervene. Yeah, my original thought was that they probably see that often where people pass out or whatever, but uh, you should probably check on the person. As he laid on the table, when employees counted uh, Jagenlizer's uh, gaming chips, the lawsuit alleges, a new dealer then arrived and made remarks that uh, he exhibited discoloration in his skin and appeared to not be breathing. That guy looks dead. About 20 minutes after he initially became unconscious, when employees then attempted to render him aid with a defibrillator, uh, the lawsuit alleges the employees are not trained to use the machine, which attempts to restart a person's heart. Oh Paramedics arrived 26 minutes after Jagenlizer's collapse on the table. He suffered severe brain damage from lack of medical attention. He ended up dying from lack of blood oh, flow wow. in his brain. Lawyers allege the brain injury would not have occurred had he received timely emergency medical treatment. By the way, his family is suing for damages of more than $15,000, which is standard 
in civil cases. I don't know how much more than 15000 but uh, that's the, the standard amount, I think, so... Uh, let's see. The mystery surra- uh, surrounding Japan's mummified mermaid has finally been solved after almost 300 years after it was found. Can I- mm, that's a mystery. Can I take a guess? Yes. It's not really a mermaid? It's not really a mermaid. The creature was said to have been found in the Pacific Ocean off the Japanese island of Shikoku between 1736 and 1741. Bad news if it is. It's not a mermaid. Uh, the mermaid, which measures 30 centimeters tall, has two hands reaching up towards its grimacing face. Hair is still visible on its head. It has the remains of sharp, pointy teeth in its mouth. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant. While its body gives way to a distinctly fish-like tail. In no way does that sound like Daryl Uh, According to myth, the creature grants immortality to anyone who tastes its flesh. Uh, The mummy usually rests in the Enjuan Temple in the city of Asakuchi, and uh, having been put on display some 40 years ago, the chief priest, Kozin Kuida, uh, said we have worshipped it, hoping that it would help alleviate the coronavirus pandemic, even if only slightly. Well, over the past year, researchers have subjected the mermaid to tests to determine if it's organic uh, or not. Using CT scans and other high-tech tests, they discovered that the creature is completely artificial, made Ah. in late 1800s with no skeleton, instead made of paper, cloth, and cotton. That's that's a mind-blower because it seems so authentic. Uh, The lower half of the body does indeed come from a fish's tail or (laughs) fin, but the scientists believe this was just added by whoever created. And they're just now getting around to verifying this? Yeah, they got a lot of paperwork. 300 years (laughs) later? Uh, How long was this thing, did you say? How long is it? 30 centimeters? Okay. So it's kind of tiny. Yeah, it's small. So yeah. They, they, but that's what they thought was a, uh, a mermaid. That's an unimpressive mermaid. Apparently, it's not. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. We're looking for a winner this morning. Uh, yesterday, four Bruce Springsteen songs were played, each one in the 9 o'clock hour, the 2, 5, and 8 o'clock hour as well. And we wanted you to keep track of those and call in to try and win tickets to one of Bruce's shows. So we were looking for caller number 18. And we are going to go to uh, William, who's our 18th caller. Hey, William, how you doing, bud? Oh, great, great. You know, the first time I ever called anything, and I actually am winning. Uh, well, <laughs> well, not yet. Yeah, we'll okay. find out, William. I need those four titles. What were the four songs that were played yesterday? First one was Badlands. Second one, Jungle Land. Third one, Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. And the fourth one, Glory Days. First time ever calling, and he wins. How about that, man? All right, William. You're going to see Bruce Springsteen, show number one at Citizens Bank Park, Wednesday, August 16th, my man. Cool. Nice. (laughs) Have you ever seen Bruce live before? Uh, yes, I saw him twice uh, in the Meadowlands, once in the old Giants Stadium and uh, once in the arena there. Nice. Probably so, the old Japanese mermaid tour. So then you know what to expect, right, my man? Oh, yeah. yeah right. I, I didn't know he had that uh, big wooden vat sticking his head in it and the water <laughs> flying because he was sweating so, his ass off. Nice. <laughs> Just to see some Springsteen ass sweat is worth it. He will be back at it again, and you're going to be there. So hang on the line, William. Congratulations. We have tickets for you, my man. In the next hour, in the 9 o'clock hour, we will play another Bruce song, and you will want to keep track of that. By the way, you can go to WMMR.com. There's a cheap sheet 
that you can follow along with if you want to. But we want you to listen as well. So uh, that's the way we get the winner, gang. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, when we get back, Mr. Todd Glass. Yes. We'll be in our studio. Katie Sackoff's going to be on a little later, too. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR welcomes Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band for two huge outdoor shows, August 16th and August 18th at Citizens Bank Park. And MMR lets you beat the box office each weekday with free tickets. All this week, listen for the Daily Springsteen Grand Slam. Big Bruce hits played at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m. If you know all four song titles and are the correct number caller the next morning with Preston and Steve, you'll win two free tickets for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Hit up the contest page at WMMR.com for the VIP cheat sheet. And an additional chance to win. Tickets on sale Tuesday the 28th at 10 a.m. via phillies.com slash Springsteen. Springsteen's Grand Slam with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Helium Comedy Club, ladies and gentlemen. Todd Glass. Hey! We'll be there. Brought a you little... guys didn't have... Who has that whistle? Oh, it's you over there? <laughs> it's me, yeah, yeah. Wow, first of all, I'm, I'm going st- to start out with the niceties. I couldn't sleep last night. I haven't been in here since 2019. Yeah. And I was like, why can't I sleep? And I, I would get up like 2.30 in the morning. I started to write notes. I'm like, oh, I want to remember this. I want to remember that. So it's it's... It is. It sounds so cliche, but it's good to be back. Good to be. Yes. Good to have you it's back. Good to be back. Yes. Yeah. Kathy, I think you pocket dialed me because I heard heavy breathing this morning, and then something about the conchalk and curve, and then the phone hung up. So I don't know. That's her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you know. I heard like when they're romantic, her and her husband. She goes, "Come on, let's go around that conchalk and curve, sweetheart." Um, so I don't know what that means, but um. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You know, I feel good. I have a cup of tea. I've been drinking water, and uh, you're in yeah. training. I am in training. Uh, so you look you look very healthy and Thank fit. Thank you. I was waiting. Yeah, you you know you look good. good. By the way, I want to seriously apologize because it's unprofessional. If I reek of pot... I, I don't Meredith's car. Oh my god! We I don't know, know she's hot boxing it in there, but it's, it's, it's incredible. I, I, I get in there. I got to go in and do radio. It's a professional thing. It's not like you know. And it's like with the kids. I don't know if somebody wants to call HR. I don't know what her address is. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have. You know yeah. what the thing is? I heard somebody say, "Do you drink?" Honestly, do you drink a lot of water? Uh, you, I try you, to. Yeah, you try to. Yeah. Some people don't. And I heard someone say it was like on a TikTok or something. They go, you know, back in the 80s, no one drank water and we were all fine. No, everybody looked like crap in the 80s. Right, right. (laughs) Archie Bunker was 46. Justin Bieber's 46. You know? right, right, right. Yeah, the cast of Cheers was 30. The Golden Girls, I don't know if you know this, they were in college. They were yeah. in college? Come on, people. I, 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 oh, my God. I gotta be good. College? I gotta put people in the seats. <laughs> you know, Wilford Brimley in Cocoon was like 50 years old. Yeah. yeah and, and here's the, the, the scary part disgusting. about that. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be funny if someone, someone tells you their age. I'm 82. That's disgusting. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, it's contagious. Yeah. Um, my yep. new catchphrase, by the way, is uh, I wrote it down last night. Okay. If I do a joke and it gets a big laugh, I go, I gotta be good. I don't have time to mess around. <laughs> what do you think of it? I, I love it. It's a little wordy, but yeah, I like it. Wordy, yeah. I know. I they said that as good as get her done. Get her yeah. done. <laughs> 
I, what was, uh, maybe just a second, just a second part. Yes. I ain't got time to mess around. I don't got time to mess around. Yes. Yes. That's better. I like that. Like if I do a joke like, um, you know how you go to CVS? And they, they, first of all, they lock in everything up at CVS. Because of all the theft. They lock it up. You know what? I feel like going to lock the front door. You know, what do you want? Yeah. Soon it's going to be like that. Just going to lock the front door. We have too much theft. <laughs> Just have the door locked. What do you need? You know? Yeah. But when you call CVS, right. you know how they say, like, in case of an emergency, dial 911? Well, I want to say, who's calling CVS? Somebody must have. They don't have that announcement because they thought maybe. Who calls, you know. Uh, uh, hello? Uh, yeah, my, my, my wife's having a heart attack. Sir, why did you call CVS? Uh, I also wanted to know if you had peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I don't have time to mess it's around. It's the kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's very. Um, did you but, say peanut butter pretzels because I'm eating peanut I butter know, pretzels? I know, I saw them. Yeah. Do you know one night I saw, I thought, what about peanut butter and jelly pretzels? Oh. Do they have those? Well, I learned. Don't ever put too much time into, you know, I'm going to go on yeah. Shark Tank. I'm going to sell it. and Because if you Google it, they usually have it yeah. already. It's and depressing. they have peanut butter and jelly pretzels. And they're good. Right. Yeah, I was they're just good. telling Casey, they have um, chocolate-covered peanut yeah. butter pretzels now. Oh. And they're so good. That's just mean. <laughs> are, you, are you a big pretzel fan? I, uh, yeah. A matter of fact, Meredith. Um, when she was hotboxing? Is that your name? <laughs> she, uh, she made me pretzel salad. And um, it, it's... It's it's very good. It's addicting. It's like crack. Really? Not that I've ever had crack. <laughs> I don't have time for this. All right, listen. I got um, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. We see your your page there. You got a lot of material. I do. I brought you know. I was because I wrote some things down. Let's get to this right uh, do away. We, are we a good test audience for you? Do you think? Or yeah. Well, you okay. guys are a good audience. Okay. Yes, all yes, right. Yes. I, you genuinely are a good all audience. Right. You know, some shows you do like I remember in the day they're getting their necks. You guys are very present. Yes. You know, I know a lot of people that do. They've come to the show. Right. This is just a nice thing. I, it's not going to be funny. <laughs> I know you guys don't have the depth I have. No, no, but it's not funny. <laughs> Preston once said during a commercial break, he goes, "You can cut the niceties." <laughs> he goes, "We've heard him." Yeah. Uh, pressing anyway. Yeah, you're, we, we know. We're good. We, we ask good questions. But uh, a lot of times when you do radio, they, they don't realize you're their audience. So, like, you're doing your jokes, and they're planning out their next door. Like, okay, we're going to 4 o'clock. we got to talk about the, the, the salmon uh, the salmon festival. <laughs> um, but um, hold on, hold on. But I was thinking about teachers. Do you have any uh, patriotic music? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So then bring it in. You, you didn't have your headphones on, but no, we, had the, we had Don Rickles, uh, the, the music play for oh, you. you. Did? Yes, yeah. see? Oh, I didn't even hear it. Yes. Oh, it's better with my head sounds. Yeah. Right. Um, Would you guys want me to sing my way when we're close to finish? Because I think I could do it. I think so. Oh, yeah. If no, you can, if uh, you can do it, well, right. I would need a karaoke version, and I'd need to hear it in my cans. Yeah. Okay, right. but I can. Re- right. I think I can do it. Okay. Right. Maybe 25, 30 seconds of it. But I was thinking about teaching. Bring it down a little bit. Don't make a meal about it, Casey. <laughs> Thank. You. I heard a band member say that to another member once. <laughs> well, let me, t- let me let me explain something. I didn't do very well in school. I flunked mostly. I didn't even graduate. You're dyslexic, right? Uh, yes. yes. And back then, they didn't know that much about it. And uh, teachers tried. I had them. I really did have amazing teachers. But I, but I flunked. And I know there were a lot of teachers that tried so hard, but they felt like they maybe failed me. Like mm-hmm. when I was little, I knew that. And then I was. I even wrote some notes here, and I thought about it. If you're a teacher and you're out there, I mean, yeah. I might be doing this with a comedic slant, but. Even when you think and get through to a kid, I, you know so much. You cannot graduate and get st- flunk out of high school. You still flunk out of everything. Yes. You still know what a cup is. Right. Arithmetic. 
You know how many, I can count right now. You know how high I can count? Higher than I've ever counted. You know, hey, I get, I get what, what a gallon is, punctuation, color, shapes, fractions. My parents didn't teach me this. And this is all the stuff you know. Grammar. Guess, I can guess distances. No, it's about 10 feet. That's about 3 feet. That's all and from the you, teachers. And you're saying school didn't? No, did. Did. These teachers, even when you don't think, you know, even when you flunk. I you're, you're learning. You're learning. You can't help but learn. So teachers at... When you think you didn't penetrate or two, you, uh, uh, I know about bacteria. I didn't learn that from my dad. And let me tell you something. They're teaching strangers. Did you ever yeah. try to teach somebody in real life or t- even tell them where something is, how hard I, I, that I'm is? I'm terrible at it. Yeah, just tell somebody where something is. You know, they're like, you know, it's in the bottom cabinet. <laughs> in the bottom cabinet. It's in the living room. It's in the bottom cabinet. It's underneath the shelf, you know? And these are the people that you love, you know? Yeah. these on. are the yeah. people you do love. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my it's a little God. much. Was, it's a little much over there, that Steve. Was, that was a beautiful <laughs> tribute to teachers. It is. And if you're yeah. a teacher out there, thank you. And let me tell you something. For those people that are not standing as I tribute to teachers, More I spit on you. Really? Oh, spit wow. I spit on you. I like to take nice things and make it so aggressive where I spit on people. Okay. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how about a hand for our teachers in the crowd? And then if no one applauds, like, I spit on this audience. That's how much I love teachers. <laughs> I spit on the whole first row. <laughs> so let me ask you. You were looking Why for... Why yelling? Is it annoying? Or you always do. No, you always do. But that's okay. <laughs> You're not annoying, Dad. The music, yes. you were looking for musical accompaniment. Oh, Did that work out for you? a lot of niceness. I got to get through. That's what I call them. Um, you, there's a gentleman, and uh, he. So you put the word out. You I'm, met I didn't him at bring CBS. Ban this time. Okay. Wait. What did you say? About you met him at CBS. See how good I am. I don't let it fly yeah, by. You no. Know. You're of, good. Um, so I put the word out, and uh, his name is uh, Devin Caldron. Okay. And he, now they play. They have a like a. Um, Oh, what? what they, they do like a, like dual a combo? piano. Oh, okay. And and they do it at all different places. Oh, I wrote it down. I may as well give them a plug. It would be, 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 be cool. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, their name. They, so, uh, intern. Oh, it's lovemedual.com. So okay. They play it all, all right. different places. Lovemedual.com. It is a cool name, right? I like that. But his partner, well, his wife that he plays with on a dueling piano, They she used to be an intern here. What? Uh, really? Intern it's Mary. Mary. Yes, oh, she's great. Mary, guys. She's great. She's awesome. Yes. Oh, yes. And he, and let me tell you something, guys. Thank you. So when I, when I said, hey, even if you don't have something like, you know, shot already, to wake up, take a camera, put, yeah. you know, hold it up and play two songs. As soon as this guy did it, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be great. He plays the guitar. He plays the trumpet. Um, he sings. So thank you for finding me a gem. And uh, so they're, they're performing with you. Well, not Mary. Okay. Um, Mary got hit by a bus. Oh. And, uh, no. Shame. We loved her. We really loved her. She was a great she, intern. Yeah. Uh, um, she did get in the way of buses a lot. She Even did. Because she, yeah. yeah. she wanted to jump in front of him and sing. Right. right. <laughs> One, yeah. Tragic yeah. flaw. Tragic. Really she loved that Doppler effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so uh, yeah, Devin. And uh, Devin's going to play all weekend at Helium. Yeah. So thank you. That's a, I, And then we Zoomed the other night. And we, he just said, I, he goes, is this the way you want me to do this? Is that, you know, I go, oh, this guy gets it. So. I, lo- I love your the, the, the approach because it's very hybrid uh, Las Vegasy, mm-hmm. but it's very knowing, uh, and I, I think that just adds a whole element to it. You know, the, the, and and you obviously that's you found your your groove there. Yeah, the music is uh, I, I really enjoy doing the music. Yeah, yeah. It just sets a whole tone when they come in when they sit down. He'll be playing like you know like twenty minutes before showtime. Yeah, and just yeah. starts the show oh, already. That's cool. And I'm going to. 
in October, my goal is to do an off-Broadway run of the show with the band. Really? And, mm-hmm, and presented by somebody. Are, are we are we gravitating towards a like a, a one-man an no, evening it's, with? It's my stand-up with just all that polish around it. So if you were craving stand-up and you went to see the show, it, 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 you would like it, right? You know, but it's got a lot of polish around it. Like we, I I did it in L.A. I did a run of it. It's basically what I do at Helium, but a little more. Like, but I have a saxophone player playing in the street as they're walking up to the place. Oh uh, wow. You know, so like you start entertaining them two blocks before they get there, and then and then um, you know the show. There's a there's a band playing as they're coming in, and then when they leave, I had a cookie truck outside, and that ba- and the, when the band's done inside, two of them go outside and play. So it's just the whole night from That's two awesome. blocks before they get there till when they leave. And yes, sir, Todd, you and I were talking a little bit off air, and uh, you're a student of comedy. I'm curious as to what your um, delineation is between a one man show and a stand up show. Well, you know what? That's Something that me and my comedian friends talk about a lot. And, like, we were just talking about Mark Maron's. Yeah. Now, I would say that dealt with some really dark things, but still is stand-up comedy. Once in a while, see something, even if I love it, forget about stuff, let's take off the plate, I didn't, I don't like it. I was like, oh, my God, that was so inspiring. But I go, maybe they should have labeled it a one-man show, a uh, one-person show. But, um, hey, maybe some people would say that about Marx, but I thought Marx was like... It, it's stand-up, because that's, linear, that's stand-up. linear to what he was doing before. You know who, yes. I did, who had success? Colin Quinn. That would be different from his stand-up. Right. He did one-man shows about the, the Constitution and things of that nature where right. there was a real... And they branded it that right. way. Right, So it. you and, knew and, you weren't going out to see right. stand-up. But, but because Colin is just has stand-up in his blood, <laughs> right, right, I'm sure yeah. whatever he does reeks of it. But uh, <laughs> so are they just like inherently less funny by, by well, definition? I don't think less funny. I think you can be a little... Yeah, maybe. Maybe with a one-man show, it can be a little... We you know, a little more serious in with the comedy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, again, you can do it in the stand-up realm, too, but there's just maybe, maybe different rules. But, hey, you know, stand-up can you, be... You're not here to rewrite it at all. Yeah, no. So, so, but you would never you would never consider, I mean... You know what? I don't... I, I, I like think, doing stand-up, and I don't like having the, the parameters of having to follow something that tight. I wouldn't be having a ball. So, for me, it's getting to do my stand-up and being loose, but having this tightness all around it. Like, the band comes out. Like, I had trumpets. I had tr- trumpet. It was I had great. saxophone. I mean, I on the show I did in L.A. with where where um, somebody saw it and goes, we should try to do this off-Broadway. Well, you, you, so, I was just kind of leafing through your, your autobiography. You and, were. And, and yes, and in preparation for this. Everyone quiet! <laughs> that would be, to me... It's really amusing and it's fun and it's funny and it's touching. That would, if you were to do a one man show, I think you could do something predicated on that. Maybe I could have one of those one man shows where they come out and it's like a blackout where they're like, "Mama," and then it's a blackout or something. Like, huh? Right? Come on in. There's plenty of food for everybody. Blackout. There will be a one hour intermission. Very dramatic. <laughs> By the way, I want to share something with you here. Oh, good. Please. And go back to... What kind of music do you want for this? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you want something that needs music? Well, Well, no, no, no. Just whatever. If you you need some mood, you let us know. We'll throw it in Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, give me a little... um, I want to talk... Yeah, can I have a little patriotic music? This is for... more patriotic music. This is for the precedent, Steve. This is somebody out there needs to hear this. Okay. And I'm going to help someone. Someone's going to thank me. They're going to thank you. I guarantee you're going to get emails. Someone out there is in a situation with a significant other, or they have a roommate, and there's somebody that leaves their dishes in the sink. Let me mm-hmm. hear the music here. Okay, yeah. And so, can I, I wish I had reverb. You only have the reverb, right? Well, you're more than welcome to use it's it. Like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just hello. say it, repeat Can you just repeat it for can me? Can you just repeat it hello? 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 Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ladies and uh, people all over the tri-state area and the Conshohocken Curve, <laughs> if you have a roommate or a significant other and you don't do the dishes, stop making the person that wants the dishes clean the wrong person. Don't do it. That's what they do. I'll do them tomorrow. When one person cooks, how about especially when one person cooks and the other person agrees to do the dishes, they do do them tomorrow. You know what? Then you should say, then I'll cook tomorrow. I'll cook tomorrow. You want to clean it tomorrow morning? I'll make I'll make some chicken for breakfast tomorrow, and you can go. No more with this. Stop it. And I know there's two people looking at each other. I guarantee you right what, now what there's you, two people. What are you saying now? You're saying if someone... You stop not doing the dishes and then make the other person look crazy. Yeah. Okay. It's oh. not that they don't do it. Are we sure that patriotic music is right for this particular yeah. conversation? <laughs> you're right. Maybe yes, you're speech. echoing the exact same speech that Harry Truman gave. No. <laughs> I believe the way the dishes work out is not equitable. <laughs> maybe I should have had... Uh, like Maybe like something like this. Yeah, people's court yeah, where you're, you're deciding. Yeah. The plaintiff <laughs> doesn't do the dishes. But they always make the other person look, they go, uh... uh hold on one second. Yeah, you you got it? This? Hold yeah. on. Here we go. Oh, we, we got, got props? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sunglasses. Do you think I could sell coming in with sunglasses? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It really does make you yeah. look better. It yeah. does. Especially if you're getting heavier and you wear them around your neck. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It holds up your flap. Did you ever get on the scale and suck your gut in? <laughs> it's yes. a weird thing. You're, you're, you're going to weigh thing. less. Yeah. I don't have time to mess around. <laughs> um, yeah, I like get on the scale like the scale's guessing your weight. What are you, uh, 180? I'm 240. I was sucking my gut in. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Uh, you were talking oh, about tissues and and uh, tissues. Well, that's all I wanted to say. I hope there's some because it, I want to pinpoint the pinpoint accuracy. It's the main. But do the dishes and they go doing the mud to stop and then make the other person look like they're crazy. Dude, if you eat, you do the dishes. Not tomorrow, preferably even before you eat. That's we, how I we do. have heard with your your fastidiousness that when you go into clubs and we know this about you that you're very organized. That you will make the green rooms much more pleasant. You'll straighten you, them up. You'll straighten them up. You'll, you'll decorate. Yeah. yeah. I bought a lot of lamps. Uh-huh. Now helium. I will give them credit. They, they'll, they do a lot of that stuff. Okay. Like they know that you don't just have the overhead lighting. Hey, if a comedian wants the overhead lighting, you got it. They, yeah, you yeah. know. But they have lamps. But I brought so many lamps for green rooms. They go to Target. What's it? Thirteen dollars. Right. Right. For, right. And um. Well, I've talked about this before. Everything's too bright. The whole world is too bright. I go to weddings. I can't go to weddings because it kills me, and they want people to dance. Are you photosensitive? No, I just think I'm I'm into... It might sound crazy. I think I'm right. Just because 80% of the people do it wrong, it doesn't mean that... That becomes the norm, but it doesn't mean it's right. Right. Because when you go to a wedding and it's darker, people dance more. And it's more, you forget you're in the real world. But I go to weddings, I go, oh, they left the cleaning lights on. But they didn't. But that's right. the, uh-huh. so. Let me get this straight. So, so like in the green rooms, you'll buy a lamp because you don't like the overhead lights. Right. Okay. There's no in between. Okay. So what you, you do if if you're at a wedding where the lights are not right, you go up to whoever the manager is and you say, hey, listen, the bride asked me to talk to you <laughs> yeah. about this. Oh no, the bride. guess what? Yes, I. I figure out ways to get the lights lower sometimes. <laughs> At my niece's wedding, I, they were perfect. And then the uh, the photographer uh, wanted them brighter because they're going to do speeches. And I go, it's, it's the same thing we just talked about the right, specials. Right. Like, so 
put them in the dark. That's where they're more comfortable. If you're hiring a photographer for your wedding, and let me tell you something, it's 2023. They cannot come around with those square halogen lights <laughs> and go, oh, look at those people dancing over there. Let, let's say you weren't videotaping it, just right. for the hell of it, because it points out more of what you do to that atmosphere. Let's say you just had a light, but you're not shooting it. You're just you're a crazy person with a big, bright light. <laughs> and you went, oh, look at them over there all dancing in the dark, and you light it up. Oh, it's a searchlight. People go, well, turn that off! Yeah. <laughs> and and I want to talk about weddings. Okay. Right, well, we are. Do, do we have time? Do we have wedding do? music? Uh, yeah, yeah. You have wedding music? Yeah, I think we do. 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 I'm going to change somebody's life now. Oh, really? Just like oh, I did with, so. the, uh, with the dishes. With the dishes? Yeah. A lot of I'm not telling you how to have your wedding. I really, I, I think this is fair advice. That, we've Look. always liked that about you. <laughs> you never tell us how to I conduct don't, our wedding. I give wedding. suggestions, but you end up doing what you want. So I, you'll understand by the end of this that I'm really staying true to what I'm saying. If you, you're getting married, you and your significant other, you yeah. plan it together. But what I'm saying is don't do things that you, don't, you didn't like. Now, I'm going to get, we're going to go backwards a little bit here. By the time I know someone's done it already, I won't say don't do it. Because I'm not mean. Like, if someone goes, we're having our wedding, and I go, ah. But, like, if you went to a wedding, and you liked that you had to stand outside taking pictures in the boiling heat, then do it. Right. But if you didn't like it, why are you doing it? And I see it over and over and over again that people do things, and I know they didn't are like it. Are you saying it. that people don't, they, they can buck convention and do what they want to do as opposed to doing what they're, I, they believe people think they should be doing? I think they do it because it's their wedding and somebody goes, well, the pictures will be good or it's outside and they have the fantasy of an outdoor wedding will look like. But no one ever went. How, have you been to weddings where yes. you had to be outside when yes. it's hot? Sure. Yeah. No hot. one enjoys it's it. It's horrible. Nobody. So I'm saying if I go to a wedding and it's outside and it's hot and casually I found out, well, yeah, they like, uh, they've like been to weddings. If, if you like it, if you've been to a wedding and it was outside, it was 90 degrees and you went, God, I love this, <laughs> then I understand why you're doing it. And also, don't do a sit-down dinner. Why don't not? do a sit-down dinner. No, unless, unless I'm wrong. You know, perception's your reality. I think everyone's like me. You, I think buffet? people want to start the party. And I had a friend that had a wedding, and it wasn't a money issue because they had a lot of money. They just had stations, and they were really cool, and they had, like, be like like appetizers and sti- you know big yeah. appetizers going around all night long. People want to start. It's like you're waiting for the wedding party. Then you're waiting to start. We, I went to this wedding. It started like the minute everyone got in there. They started and then they took a little break and they just had stations. The dinner nobody and it's by the way the dinner cranks the price up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see Big people time. that have a sit down dinner and then they don't have an open bar like. If you're going to have to make that choice, don't do a sit-down dinner. <laughs> right. I was to a wedding that was like, it, it must have been, when all is said and done, about six hours. And they had every sort of thing you're talking about, from the sit-down to every little step to the cocktail hour and all that stuff. And I don't care, from the richest wedding I've ever been to to the, to the basic, they're all essentially the same. And, and you, they, people waste tons of money. I love the, the the stations, the buffet, that that concept. Even if you don't have a buffet, but yeah. you have, like, you know, one station over there. It doesn't have to be... Crap! You say station, and people think of like you know, like right, yeah. peanut butter like jelly. a service station. But yeah. you have just different things going on all night, and then the party starts, and people want to nibble. Then, but yeah. the dinner, you're waiting, and you're waiting. I, 
my niece, my nieces were so much fun. They had a, they put a lot of their money into the band. There was like an eleven piece band, oh, that's and awesome. the minute everyone got in there, they did some of the traditionals, like you know, right, uh, right. the bride and the groom came in, but they did, they just started, and that band was wailing away, and people were dancing and having a good, and the light. I'm telling you, people, I'm, <laughs> you know what? This isn't really funny. It's more just it, it, I'm but, but turning it into a wedding plan. It, it, well, it yeah. needs to be said. Nick, you need a. I got your wedding planner here. I got engaged uh, recently. Oh, yep. congratulations! And my uh, my now fiance is a huge fan of yours. Thank so, you. What I, is her name? Uh, Andrea. Hey, Andrew. And she. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby. I'll hey meet you. you at the Conchalk and Curve. <laughs> I don't know why I can't stop saying that. It's a great joke. Yeah, yeah it's never not funny. Um, but uh, I think our wedding will be small. You know, I don't think we're going to invite a ton of people. I, I've been married once before. That was a big wedding. It was a lot of fun. Nice, uh, you know, uh, uh, venue. But this time around. It won't be outdoors in July, though. So thank you for that advice. Yes. What about and you? Dark. I'm telling you. You want it to be. You want it to be pitch black dark, or do you Not want? To, but but like at a jazz club where people want to dance and forget about the world, and like yeah. do opium. Just do opium. Right. Hey everybody. <laughs> and then also, I would have a limit on this. You have to be heavy, 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 heavy handed. That no, that there's a limit on the speech. 13 oh, yeah. minutes, I'll knife myself to <laughs> oh, death. I hate that. Yeah. You can't do that. You have because it's torturous. It's people sit there and you start to get angry. It's the worst. Right, you know what makes us the most angry is when people go to a wedding and are giving the speech and have terrible mic technique. When they <laughs> yeah. hold the microphone yeah. down here and don't know how to talk on the microphone. No, they have it. I've seen it so bad, it's like we're seeing this. I never forget the time when Matt came in here. And then they don't know what to say. They say, yes. Brian was really hooking up with a lot of chicks. <laughs> I mean, one after the other. They were just, and I thought, oh, my God, isn't this ever going to settle down? You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone's like, yeah, it's on the, uh, all the girls that I hooked up. Right. <laughs> well, they all think they're rewriting the speech. They're, they're, this is, oh, they haven't seen this yet. Every They've seen have. it. Yeah. Not that I don't see good speeches. No. But, uh, sure. And, and you also have to be careful in a relationship when you meet people. You gotta be careful, even in friendships, when they're, when they're, uh, anger. Has catchphrases. You gotta be very, you know, when you're not on the bad end of it, you, it's funny, but they're like, you know, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. They have, right, right. They have little slogans for their anger. Mm -hmm. I never like those people, you know, you, uh, uh, once you get to know me, I'm a nice guy. You know what I always like to say to those people? I'll meet someone who's nice right away. <laughs> I'm too insecure to meet somebody that I gotta uh, sweat whether they uh, like me. I, or not. Yeah. Who would wanna meet somebody, go, I don't like them, they're nice right away. I like to earn it, you know? <laughs> I have the same thing when people say, hey, you know, I, I bust chops. Well, yeah. I don't want no. chops busted. No, I don't want my chops. Yeah. Unless I know you love me. Yeah. Unless there's a lot of love being thrown back. That way, you know that it's sarcastic. But those people go, you know I love you. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't know yeah, you love me. I don't, I don't remember the last time you ever said anything warm or sweet or kind or nice. Or I'd probably be laughing when you made fun of me because I'd be positive it was a joke because of all the nice things you've said over the years. <laughs> you know, I'm just messing around. <laughs> Drop dead. Thank you. I, I spit on you. That. I had an idea, and, and let me see what you think about this. And I'd like to start this trend. You know how uh, generally when you someone in your life that you love when you on a conversation on the phone yeah. or something you end it with okay i love you you know i'll talk to you later bye-bye what if we extended that a little bit to the people we just like and at the end of the conversation you say I all like right you. thanks great to talk to you i like you and then you that hang might up the phone. be a good idea I, hold on I like let you. me just try I like that. you okay okay uh, preston all right um i'll i'll uh, talk to you friday when i oh i'll see you when i come in on uh, wednesday yeah it's good talking to you man all right i like you i like you too <laughs> that doesn't even sound bad actually. <laughs> I like you. Because well, you know why? Because I love you can be hard sometimes. It's also disingenuous if you don't. Yeah. Well, why Why bark out something yeah. just by rope? I like you. 
I yeah. like you. I'm not so sure about you. I had somebody on the phone say, uh, <laughs> bye, I love you, too. It was like I called like a customer service line, yeah. and he just, I guess it's just something that he said, you know, often. So he was, I was, he was like, you know, okay, thank you. Is there anything else we can do for you today? I said, no, that's okay. He said, all right, bye, I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I sat there for a second. I was like. I love you too. <laughs> I I was at a I kid you not I was at a drive through not long ago it was like a Dairy Queen or something like that I put in my order done and, and they said okay you know it's a four fifty nine pull around I said all right take care I said or I said or I said all right thanks bye bye that's why I said all right thanks bye bye <laughs> at the drive through I'm gonna see them in ten <laughs> seconds. oh my god we were just talking <laughs> oh god that I ran well, in, I ran into you <laughs> seventeen feet from the ordering station I have a friend who but, stopped going to this pizza place because as he was leaving. Uh, the guy goes, all right, I love you too. And he and he gets <laughs> out and he goes, that guy thinks I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I've said I love you, I think, once or twice in my life. You seem like a... Uh, just the, maybe I was talking to someone else before, you know, uh, maybe my accountant. Because uh, I tell him I love him, so he'll cheat a little more. Right. Um, <laughs> I like an accountant that, you know when there's the line and if you cross that line, there's a line where you cross and then it becomes illegal. Yes. You can do a lot of thrifty stuff. But then you cross the line, it's illegal. I want you to cross the line a smidgen. Just Do a smidge. you? Yes, I'm the opposite. Just a smidge. I no. want to be way back from the line. I don't want to risk any audits. I want to be, I want to err completely on the side. Wait, of can we erase that? I don't want anybody <laughs> auditing me. Oh, that's fine. oh no. <laughs> You're good. It hey. was then that Todd realized he'd made a huge mistake. <laughs> oh, my God, I made a huge mistake. Oh, my God, there's an auditor outside right now. I can tell you. Have you ever, you've never been, have you? Audited? No, no, no. Yeah, you see, you, you keep, I'm sure you keep your records. And I am so nervous for, you know, the taxes, I said this the other day, I go, is there any chance in our lifetime that they're going to do what Canada does? Because I'm tired. I'm petrified that my accountant is going to retire. Yeah. And then, because you have a relationship with them, I'm like, am I just, just please end it already. You know what it remind <laughs> me of? I like are you Are you begging your accountant to commit suicide? No, no. Oh. I'm begging that we go to Canada where they just have consumption taxes. Okay. Because it's like, it's it's the whole life. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, I really love my family, and I have nieces and nephews. Yeah. We all get along. I really want to preface that. And I love Christmas. But what I don't like about it is there used to be a time where we bought everybody a present. Right. And the best part about Christmas was for me was getting together with my family and laughing. We would genuinely enjoy each other. And then there were the birthdays. And there was a period where we all met one year, and we go, you know what? Except for my brother's kids, because they were really young at that point. Right. We said, of course, you know, Aaron and imagine. Katie, we, we, uh, Aaron and um, Sammy. But we just decided, we just call each other on our birthday. And we also agreed that we're not trying to get anybody. We all remind each other it's someone's birthday. You know, it's not, you know, you just, so that was a, you know, usually I remember, and that we didn't do birthday presents anymore. We just okay. said happy birthday. And Christmas, we only did the kids. My life got increasingly <laughs> better because before it was Christmas, birthday, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, birthday, That's birthday. That's he says all the whole time. And it's like, I, I, I just want to live. <laughs> I want to live. I'm the so same. it's the same with the taxes, right? Yeah. It seems like it's always like. What, did you do anything about your birthday? Like, can you? You how old are your kids? Uh, twenty two is my oldest to to sit coming up on sixteen. So no, we're still in in birthday present mode. You know, everybody can make an agreement, and I know. it makes your life. So, it really does, especially when you're doing it. You have two kids, right? Uh, three. three. You have three kids, and then but you have nieces and nephews. But we made it. We made agreements with like my wife and I with the anniversary and a couple other things. It's like let's just. Exchange I love yous, and that's good enough. You Chris, know what do, I mean? you, do you yeah. cheat on your, your taxes like Todd? I thought you were going to say, do you cheat on your wife? <laughs> In the middle of a show, casually. Do you, you cheat, cheat on your wife? wife? <laughs> <laughs> do you cheat on your taxes? Yeah, I cheat on my wife, but not my taxes. <laughs> no, that'd be wrong. Yeah, I don't want to break the law. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, you got me thinking here right now, and I'm just thinking out loud because I have uh, two brothers and a sister, and we do get each other birthday presents. And for, but for Christmas, we just do a Pollyanna. That way, you don't. That's have to great get, too. Yeah. For Christmas, why don't you do each other's t- taxes? Yeah, we can do that. No, but we. I think what we should, and I'm going to implement this because I think my my older brother's got the next birthday coming up. Instead of like me and my sister and my brother all getting him a present, we should all just hey, let's put. We'll put up fifty bucks each. And rather than get you like three fifty dollar get a hooker, get you one get a hooker. one hundred and fifty dollar hooker. That's a good hooker. Thank you. Or a foot you, massage for everybody. Yeah, a hooker. Yeah. No, I but want... like a, a good present that you know is like one hundred and fifty dollars in value. I think I, that would be better. I tell yeah. you this, a good well, gift. Do, 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 what you're saying is exactly correct. To make an honest assessment. I love to give gifts, um, and, and uh, but also. The onus to do that, especially if you have a huge family, can drive you crazy. They can. And, and, yeah. And if you love, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's even not like if you my don't st- love them. Stupid, loud way. Yeah. Hey, if you all enjoy giving gifts and it's not, it's everyone's enjoying it, well, then just keep doing what you're yeah, doing, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about squirrels. Okay, <laughs> let's. Why not? <sighs> I love your, your bit about birds, though. But because why would a bird live in a, a yes. in a horrible neighborhood? Yes. <laughs> One time I was smoking marijuana, and I thought that. I go, I saw a bird. I go, why would a bird live in a bad neighborhood? <laughs> My friend goes, I did that joke for three years. A friend of mine ruined it for me. He goes, why would any animal live in a bad neighborhood? Uh-huh. I go, well, it's you're... just easier for a bird to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. If you're a coyote, you still got to walk down the street, cut through a yard. A bird, it's a straight shot. The, the, the joke is 100% legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Bird. I heard a bird say, I swear to God, this is a true story. He goes, how far is it to this Vaughn's? Because there's like a dumpster over there, I guess. He goes, well, as the car drives or as the bird flies. I'm like, oh, I guess they do that too. <laughs> true story. True story. Yeah. <laughs> Birds get it. Birds get it. Birds. It's like I saw a pigeon walking down the street in New York City once. Yeah. Like he had somewhere to be. He was like, oh, hustling. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Like, and I thought I would never do this. I, do, I really want to be clear with that. If I could have somehow made a little harness to put a briefcase on him, oh, yeah. and then that would imagine great. the joy he would bring people to seeing a bird with a briefcase. Yes. And you know how they're always wobbling yeah, back. Yeah, and sure, yeah, yeah. Doing the same strut as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, they do it right. Just, just like oh, us. Yeah, yeah, life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my way to the. You know, wherever they were. I can't take the hustle and bustle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... See, I... Do you know what I almost brought my own little reverb machine? Yes. All I would have had to do is unplug this, plug it into it, and then from the reverb... You'd be all set. But you didn't, did you? Squirrels. Squirrels. This is going to bust your bubble. (laughs) Is this going to help a lot of people? No, this isn't going to help anybody, but I think it's... uh, uh, Perspective? Perspective. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Um... How long do you think squirrels live in, like, I don't know how to say it. What's it when they're, like, in the wild, in the wild in, versus, in, like... In nature. I said in the zoo. Because my friend goes, domesticated. Yes. I have a hard time with that word. Domesticated. There you right, go. Domesticated. Yeah. Um, so, how long... I said it to zoo because I just met my friend goes, what what zoo has squirrels? Like, right. I know the that squirrel zoo. A crappy zoo. Um, <laughs> but, much, uh, I'm going to the squirrel zoo. Yeah, there's squirrels. You, yeah, and on uh, the way driving there, we'll see about 50 squirrels. Yeah, yeah, we're in the zoo already. Look at that. There's a cat under that car. They have pigeons, um, too. How long? <laughs> well, you, you raise a good question, which is I always thought about this. Does a squirrel, when it happens into a zoo, know that it's now in a zoo? You know, because I don't think they have squirrels in any zoo. You think, of course, they, oh, they run around wild. Zoos? Yeah. yeah, wild, they, not like they, not oh, they run around yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Just... Well, there are safe. So here's the question. So in a situation like that, right. probably because you're right, they'd be safe if they didn't leave the, you know, a Disneyland squirrel problem. But what do you think in the wild, like in the wild, wild, how long do you think a squirrel lives versus if it was in 
domesticated. D- domesticated. If someone had it in a home. Yeah, not that that's right, but we're just saying, no. you know, you shouldn't so, have a squirrel. So, so a, a domesticated or as in the wild. A kept squirrel as opposed to in the wild. I don't know how long was the life expectancy of a squirrel is. Tw- it could be 17 years in, you know, captivity. Captivity, captivity you know, domesticated. But in the wild, it's. It's like four to five years or th- oh. three to six years or yeah, something. Yeah, I was thinking like three years. Well, they, they're, yeah, they're, they're and the, predators. Yeah, and I thought about something. First of all, it's just hard to exist in the wild. Yeah. And every squirrel, their life ends up in murder. You don't every know. squirrel gets murdered. It's possible they just hit by a car. Is that murder? Yeah. Well, well, well really. no. Homicide. It's an homicide. There's yeah. no squirrels that live out yeah. because once they get old and they try, then they get eaten. Well, they, I assume some probably be funnier. choked. Oh, don't do that, Meredith. <laughs> I think she thinks it makes her look cool. She's smoking a joint. <laughs> right in the studio. No, right in the studio. Come on, Meredith. Come on. Good lord. Did you uh, know? Did you know? Stop and think about this. this is the truth, and we don't think about this, but that animals do. Elk and bison, and they do during that particularly brutal winters. They will occasionally freeze to death from mm-hmm. the elements. Oh. Though we think that they are prepared and, and and can accommodate, you know, weather changes. They 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 will occasionally die because of the elements. It's hard to just. It makes exist. you appreciate the yeah. squirrel more. It, 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 not such a bad life. Yeah. Well, listen. If you were a squirrel or a bird, where would you choose to? Live? Well, I thought. About- about that. Uh, definitely Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can't see that. That's got to be pretty Tons good. Tons of snacks that snacks. make it to the pavement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One time I saw, this This is a little what we're talking about. There was a, a seagull, I think a seagull, in uh, in like a little dumpy shopping mall right. near I live. Not too close. I don't want you to think I live in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> but, um, and I, and I saw it. And what happens is sometimes when it rains really heavy and there's like little, this is, the first part's true, true, right. true. You know, when there's big puddles like in a parking lot, yeah. you know, it's just a big puddle. They think it's a body of water. For some reason, they will land in those areas. And I see it, and I don't, I'm, I'm, I know it's not talking to me. I'm not crazy. <laughs> but it's just there, and it's a seagull in the middle of like, you know. And I, and I go, and I go, oh, hi. I go, and then I go, oh, I like. You know, I like that you live here. You you class up the place, you know. And he's like, oh, I like it too, you know. But uh, wait a anyway. second, Todd Glass. <laughs> oh, the voice. I thought that was Kathy for I'm a second. I'm a big fan. Open and close your mouth when he does that. My name is Kathy Romano, and I just love you, Todd. Oh, thank you. So anyway, enough with the birds and the squirrels and the uh, and the animals and the dogs and, and these uh, kind of things. Hey, can was I, a, I, I was at your house in September. <laughs> And you were away. You were there. Uh, but this is when news I wa- to me, but go ahead. When I walked into your backyard, uh, you had clearly had some people over the night before. But I couldn't help but notice the bottles of soda that you had on your table and, like, how vintage they looked. Let me tell you something, Casey. You're very percep- perceptive. I sometimes, first of all, I didn't have people over the night before. But I, uh, but I will tell you my trick. Now, if I'm not having people over the next night, I will. You make it look like you had. I did. <laughs> I will leave some stuff when I clean the t- It all started and I took it to another level. I was at someone's house years ago. and uh, We were all helping the mom clear the table. And I was clearing the wine bottles yeah. and everything. She goes, no, 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 Tate, let's clear the trash. You can leave the uh, glasses and the wine bottles. It's the energy of the night. Uh-huh. So if some people come in two hours from now, it just says, oh, this has been something. So I I switched at my house. When I'm cleaning off the table, I tell everybody to leave the glasses and the wine bottles, anything that looks aesthetically like what I call movie sloppy. Okay. But they're not going to have a scrunched up white dirty napkin, you <laughs> right, know. Right. So sometimes at my house, like when I'm clearing it off at the end of the night, it seems so so 
you know, I don't know, planned. And, but I will leave some of, like, a few wine bottles, a few. And I aesthetics, I'm obsessed with aesthetics. So to, I, I to make you, it look lived in? To make it look lived in. So when people show up, right away it looks like there's some activity. It's not so, uh. like, clean and perfect. So there's a few wine bottles, and so I'm very aesthetic. I, it's I'm obsessed with it. It, it almost like, it causes trouble. So when I buy soda, I buy like the the, the old antique, <laughs> yeah. you know, like Coca Cola or Sprite or Squirt in the glass bottles. Right? And you leave it out so. to create that as sort of a, a decoration or a, just when a if I know when people come, like if, if I'm having a party or have people over and nobody's coming for any, then yeah. I'll just clear it off. But if right. I know oh, I have people coming over two nights from now, I'll leave a few things so it looks. It seems to stand in direct contradiction though for yes. your, your bed. Very cleanly and, and yeah. everything in its place, and that seems to be is is but, this has this been a tectonic shift for you? Well, I call it movie nice. Okay, like you know, it looks like when you see a movie and it gets sloppy table. Like I said, it doesn't have like you know just a, a chicken bone that's been gnawed at. <laughs> well, you also didn't have like cans of like diet coke just no, sitting out there. No, you know, no, it's 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 still. But yeah, like uh, by the way, you know what's funny about? And I'm not even you know because I I do. Uh, I, I try. I'm trying to be a vegetarian, but I eat meat, so this isn't yeah. judgy. I can still so talk not, about. It's it. not working so well. Yes, any, is any, exactly. <laughs> it's a new kind of vegetarian where you eat meat. Eat, eat meat. meat. It's yeah. so fact, much easier. <laughs> is anybody here a vegetarian? I, no, I'm a Marissa more Marissa vegetarian. Says, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I admire anybody that, that has the commitment to do that, and I'm trying. But uh, so, so, but I eat meat. So the point was just to say I'm not judging people, but it's weird that we still eat meat. Like I'll say it in a weird way, off the bone. Right. Like, because we're a very proper society and we're very, you know, like, even if we're, you know, we're like, you know, like, we're, we're civil, you know. We yes. try to, it, it, it's a weird way to say it, but I picture, like, a little kid seeing a movie and he goes, when did they used to eat meat? Like, well, you know, he goes, well, of course, son, we still eat meat, but, like, when do we, like, gnaw it off the bone at a restaurant? He goes, oh, my God, that's probably, like... <laughs> I think probably the early 1900s. You really don't see yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you still do. We have a civil society, but you'll still see someone in a nice restaurant. Sorry, well, sir, you have to wear a jacket. Yeah. Oh, please, you know. And then they're over there with their. <laughs> I love the sauce. It's its blood. It's its blood. You know? It's actually not. Preston, we found this out. You answer this question. That that red juice on uh, uh, is not blood. Right. It is from the uh, what is it again? Is it the marrow or what is it? I forgot what it's exactly. An enzyme from, or something. I always thought that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Myoglobin. But yeah. you're gnawing. How about that part? Uh, you, it looks like something. You go, oh god! Can you imagine if we still did that? We do. Yeah, we do. People yeah. are disgusting. That's my point. That's why I came here today. You spit on them. <laughs> That's why you came here. Hey, I wanted to compliment you on your uh, Uber driver videos that you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, they're very funny. If people don't know, Todd is uh, basically an Uber driver in these little vignettes, and they're very funny. What what prompted that? That That is a good question. And uh, I, during the pandemic, look, I've noticed that I'm talking about comedians, but it's probably people in life. But comedians always have poo-pooed, if I could say, yeah. on anything new. A podcast, Instagram, Vines. And I didn't want to do that. I thought, I don't have to love everything new thing that comes in front of me just because there's something, yeah, that's not my thing. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But w I started watching TikTok during the pandemic, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. I thought, it, I, you really have to get into it to know what it is. Otherwise, I get why people go, yeah, it's just the dancing yeah. and the stuff. It's that, too. But I thought it was heartwarming. I thought it was inspirational. I thought it was funny. Sometimes it would be like a 30 second or 20 second little funny thing but i was having a little trouble getting my footing on it but i loved it because it's bells and whistles and music and yeah. little... so there's a comedian his name is chad is his name is chad maxwell but his uh his uh, tiktok name is chad uh chad is bored right and he's a friend of a friend's and 
sitting around eating breakfast one night, and we're talking about, I go, what about these people? I know some people have millions, but what about these people that have like 400,000 followers? And he raised his hand, and I go, how many do you have? He goes, I have, I go, don't be shy. He yeah. goes, I have five. I go, how long have you been doing it? Just a friend of a friend's, yeah. a younger comedian, uh, or not really a comedian, but um, he goes, uh, I've been doing it for eight months. So I go right home, wow. I look at his TikTok, and I can see why. He's consistent. Right. He definitely has a style. And I asked him if he wanted to help me with my social media, basically my TikTok. Yeah. I went from having, and I've been having a ball doing it. Because yeah. I don't have to, you know, when you have 500,000 people, you learn a lot. Like when to post things, what not to do. Sure. Don't, don't plug your show at the end. The <laughs> algorithm, algorithm eats it up. So I went from having 600 people to having... Uh, almost a hundred thousand nice. in five months. Wow! And I'm having a ball, like just being creative. He comes over, we do fun things, and then he, he you know, he edits them. And and is the Uber the Uber thing that that's, that's a byproduct? That's something we're doing right now. And then in a month we won't do that. We did these other things where I was like looking out the window. Yeah. You know, yes. I love it. I, I saw great. the window. The window, and then those are good because that's eh, boring. I don't have to talk about that. But the point is, I'm having a really good time doing it. Now, ultimately, I hope it helps put people in seats if. That's the vehicle, right? But you're a con- you're, you're a content creator naturally, mm-hmm. so you're just redirecting it. it it's something that right, even exactly. we we do on, on a level. I mean, we do almost five hours, you know, every, yeah. every day. But but the truth of the matter is, is that those little things to get the word out. When we first started the show, the people didn't know what a podcast was. I was they had no idea. Remember, and, we talked about that. And so, here. What, what is that? What is that? And and um, so the initial suggestion was, oh, we'll put up the ten minutes from the show. Don't give everybody. And, and President and I were like, well, listen, if they want to hear the show, put the whole show up. That, if they like it, then they will um, quite possibly listen in real time, yeah. which is exactly what happened. And and I was telling M- Meredith but while we were driving here, I go, you know, it's funny. I always forget when I'm in other cities. Like, I'll be in Chicago. I'll be in Atlanta or, you know, wherever I'm at. And people come, hey, I heard you on President Steve. And in the beginning, I would forget. They go, oh, we, we listen to the podcast. <laughs> right. right, yeah, yeah. Or they started because they lived in Philly, but then they tell someone else. I met one guy, like, oh, did you, you're from Philly? They go, oh, no, but we have friends that are from Philly, so they turned us on to the podcast, and now we just listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've been, I've been really just having the time of my life. I That's mean, great. it's just a lot of fun for me and uh, enjoying it, so nice. I'm glad you saw some of those. Uh, we got to wrap up, Todd. We got to wrap up. Yeah. All right, here we go. got some guests coming up, but... Uh, All right, let me... Let me do three quick things okay. and then talk about what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, number one, a helium uh, uh, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Sunday I'm doing John, yes, yeah, Sunday. And then John and Peter's on Monday, two shows oh. in New Hope. Okay. So awesome. that's going to be a lot of fun. Devin, uh, uh, Calderon, and Mary, thank you both very much. Um, and, uh, oh, City Hydration, I'm loaded up on vitamins today. <laughs> By the way, I saw some sports people there, but I promised I wouldn't say who they were. <laughs> thank you, City Hydration. I went to the one in Wayne this time. Um, okay, <clears throat> here we go. So, uh, you know, we had talked about this off the air, and and I thought about why, you know, when I was wrapping it up, why I wanted to to talk about this. And um, you guys, uh, during the pandemic, I had come on and said that my mom was dealing with cancer, yeah. and uh, we couldn't go. You know, we couldn't go to visit her, and it yeah. really crushed me. And and I had to talk with my mom. Then I asked her if she was scared yeah. because you know she was told she had a short period to live. Mm-hmm. And then I asked your listeners to send stuff. And I said, hey, look, I don't care if you send a post-it with a happy face. Like, I didn't want anyone to go, I got to get a card, you know? My mom got, like, a a hundred, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it really melted my heart. And um, so I wanted to say thank you for that. Unfortunately, um, about a week ago, my mom lost... uh, She passed. She died. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, uh, oh, God, I thought I thought on the way here I was saying what I was going to say in my head, and then I thought, oh, good, you're not going to cry. Listen, it's completely understandable. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. And um, so, you know, sometimes my mom was just an amazing woman, and I know a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people go through this. I had never gone through the hospice before, you know, where she wanted to do it at home. Yeah. She had her dogs in bed with her. I had never done that, and it's the hardest thing in the world to do, but... My friend Kevin gave me great advice. He's a therapist, and he said it's an honor and a privilege to take that person to the next phase in their life. Exactly. And I took that to heart. Yeah. I was home, fed her sherbet. I, you know, I, I, I held her hand. I said a lot of things to her, like that were nice. I was glad that I said them. I'm glad that he told me to say it. But sometimes, what overwhelms me more than what I'm thinking about, you know, just, you know. Anybody that's been through this, you know, it's it's tough. It's really yeah. tough. Um, is what overwhelms me, and this is just what I wanted to say, was uh, that the kindness uh, in, in people. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you know, to, to the listeners out there, like, to, to send those cards, like, that that just killed me. My, I, my, you know, my... Uh, my, my uh, one of the nurses took a picture, and then my mom, you know, sent it to me. And I see the wall, and there's stuff all over it, and it just killed me with, you know, just an act of kindness can just make you, like, you know, really just start just bawling, you know, overwhelmed with emotion. That's what people are about, and, and, and pe- you, you learn it all the time. You and, do. And, yeah, and, you know, you, you know, you... you your mom was a part of our show because it was it was so it, we feel like we knew her and we and I I I, I had, had written to you. I know you were a great source of joy in her life. I mean, I know it was just fun to have that element and uh, yeah, it, it, it's wildly painful. But you, what yeah. your, your therapist friend said about being there when it counted. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that you have that is something that will you know that 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 it's weird to say a joy. But it, but no, it's it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's painful, but it's a, it is it was a, it was an honor, and I like that he put that in my head. Not that I wouldn't have been sweet and kind yeah. if he didn't put that in my head, but um, you know, I, I sort of have this thing that I say you can only be sometimes as happy. Now, look, it depends who's dying. Different yeah. deaths are different. You know, obviously with children, it's yeah. a different thing. But my mom did have a good life, but it still punches you. It's still your mom. You yeah. Know? yeah. But um, you know that you can only be as happy is you're sad. So when you reach deep depths of sadness, if you do a little work, you can take it back to the world and be appreciative and make you even happier to have that stuff. So, I, you know, just like even me and my nephew embracing, like I'd never hugged my nephew, and I love my nephew. We're very close, but we just raced each other. It was like, oh, we go back to the world with knowing a different type of love. But I just wanted to say that, like, you know, it really restores your faith how decent, we can be as a, as a species. No. So if you send something, or you know what? Even if you didn't send something, even if you thought you wanted to send something, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because I've done the same thing. You know, I thought, oh, i got to send somebody something. And so even if you just thought of sending something, thank you. And, 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 and you know, thank you doesn't really cut it. But but for any for, for just, you know, over the years, I know, I've been always, God, my mom needs a landscaper. <laughs> and uh, so we I just want to say thank you to the listeners. And, uh, you, you know, it really melted my heart. So well, we'll, we'll leave you, it you, at that. You're very dear to us, so yeah. uh, and, and the fact that you're sharing with us, with us, um, it, you know, it's 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 a painful time, but also, uh, and I thought about this when my mom passed away years ago, um, is that the last thing she would have wanted is for sadness and to just be crippled with with you know mm-hmm. despair. 
No one wants that. So you honor her by going out and making people laugh and doing what you're doing. Right. And that's, that's the greatest gift. And, and that's why I didn't cancel my shows. I did cancel can, a Canada tour I had because I want to go back to California. But it, it, it turned out that this happened. And then I'm walking in the Philadelphia Helium where I'm enveloped with love. And then coming in here, you know, really worked out just, you know, as, as beautifully as it can. And I, I do. I let myself be happy. Sometimes I'm like when I was in here laughing, I wasn't thinking in the back of my head or putting on a front. Yeah. I was laughing. I was yeah. having a good time. And then when you think about it, you get sad. And then I let myself cry. I let myself ugly cry. I also let myself <laughs> laugh. I let myself make twisted jokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, we'll leave it at that. But, all guys, right, yeah. I love you all. We and love you. And the listeners, uh, thank you. If you want to come to the show and wear a bow tie in the honor of my mom, it's really for me, but I'm really trying to work that. And um, and there you go. Well, well, well said. And now... Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's try it. Right. Here you go. You want it on the reverb? Hold on. I think oh, wait, I can we do have... it. I need the headset. We're going to start it. Okay, okay hold on. We're going to start it. No, no, drag it halfway through. Okay, hold on. Well, we restarted it, but here we go. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. Oh, what's the words there on that for? My friends. Drag it a little further. These aren't, uh, the words aren't in sync with what we're playing on the air. Life is full. I've traveled each and every highway. Is this sounding, this is horrible. That's more, it sounds amazing. Much more than this. I did now. I don't think I did, I did it. My, let me try one Hold more on, time. Wait, wait. Here, we go. Here we go. And every highway and more. Much more than this, I did it my way. There you go. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew. When I've been all right, I'm done. Thank you. Wow. That's how you end the show right there. You know, I have never seen Sinatra, but I think I just did. Yeah, it's like the final month. <laughs> All right, Todd, we love you, sir. Love you, everybody. Thank you for being here, and uh, go see Todd at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Glass. Yeah! And with that, we are going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Katie Sackhoff will be joining us. Stay with us, friend. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I mentioned the uh, the Bruce tickets. Yes, we have your chance. Uh, coming up a little bit, do not miss out on that opportunity because it's happening each day this week. And uh, like I said, you can go to the website. But the, we're going to be playing uh, the song in the 9 o'clock hour, 1 in the 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and the 8 o'clock. And then tomorrow we ask you what those songs were. That's it. Hey, we're trying to help you every way possible. We're trying. We're doing yeah. what we can. All right. Our next guest is online. Ready to talk to her. Uh, she's promoting The Mandalorian Season 3. So excited. Uh, I follow her on Instagram, and I n- now deem her the smiliest person <laughs> on Instagram, without question. You'd always count on being in a good mood once you go to her social media. Please welcome the very lovely and talented Katie Sekov to the show. Hi, Katie. Hi. How 
are you? I see, you're smiling right now. I can tell. I am, because I think it's funny. I, I, I love the fact, you know, listen, I'm always trying to spread some sunshine, so I love the fact that that's, that's what you see on my Instagram. <laughs> I do. I do. You, you post a lot of videos, and immediately it's just this big, beaming smile when you go into whatever message you're going to pass along. So I personally appreciate that. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> it, oh, my gosh. My pleasure. My yeah. pleasure always. It's funny, though, because you play, you know, you're you're at this point, I think it's safe to say you're science fiction royalty because yeah. you have been involved in so many great things. <laughs> and uh, I am a super fan. We are all are here of The Mandalorian. Very excited for this. This and Andor are, I think, are the two you know, benchmarks of of uh, what what they're doing, but Bo Katan, that's your character. You played, you voiced this character in the animated series, and then ported over to the live action. I had to assume at a certain point you had hoped this would happen, but thought, well, it, uh, this this never happens. But it did. Did that yeah. catch you completely by uh, by shock? Oh my god! Of course it did. You know, I think um, it, it, fans tell me all the time. So, so um, I think this is actually correct that I may be the first person who's ever gone from animation to live action and uh, playing the same character. So, it doesn't happen. It's very, very rare. Um, and I grew up watching the show, so it was like. You know, it took me a long time to realize that John Favreau was sitting across from me, actually offering me the role and not just talking to me about it. Well, it's, it seems perfect. It almost seems like a no-brainer, you know. But but I'm sure when you're in the moment, you know, as you said, I, nobody comes to mind who who, who yeah. voiced an animated character and then went on to play it. But it, it, what what I love is that uh, whoever is handle it, you the way you look live action is so close to the animated version. Uh, and and did you have a lot of sway on that? I did. So so myself and everyone involved in this show is a fan of the show. So everyone wants to get it right. But I think that myself and Dave Filoni and John Favreau, it was like our mission to make sure that she looked as close as possible. And so I was like, I was in that hair and makeup trailer going, no, the scar needs to be bigger. She's got more freckles. We've got to get the eyebrows right. We've got to like, it took a while. Um, but, you know, we knew when we had it right. And, and this season, she's she's even closer. She's even closer than she was um, in animation. Awesome. So I'm, I'm excited for people to see it. Katie, I love uh, Star Wars Universe for a million different reasons. But one of them is because of how multi-generational it is. And so I, I'm 47 years old. I grew up with the, you know, the original three movies. My son introduced me to the Clone Wars and to you and, and a character. Yay. And then to be able to watch Mandalorian with you in that show is really cool for me to just have it be from father to son and then son back to father again. And I'm sure you yeah. get you hear from uh, parents and, and kids all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's done that in my family as well, which is so fantastic. You know, my dad introduced me to it when I was a kid, and then I introduced him to Clone Wars, and then now to sit with my daughter and be teaching her, she knows who Yoda and Grogu are. I mean, I think she thinks they're the same person. She's 14 <laughs> but they're old, not. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fine. I mean, she's, you know, she's been set with me. She she knows the character. I'm so excited to see if she actually watches The Mandalorian and recognizes her mom. Like, really excited. The thing that's so brilliant with The Mandalorian and Jon Favreau, and, and the, the fact that it is basically an homage, you know, as Star Wars in and of itself was at a certain point, to, to, to the classic Western, though the way that the show is, is conducted, the whole story of The Mandalorian, of Mandalore, of the... Um, of this Bushido that they live by is so fascinating. 
Now there have been some rumors. First, tell people who haven't seen what your who your character is and, and what she represents to the world of the Mandalorian. Absolutely. So I play Bo-Katan Kreese, who uh, was born on Mandalore, for everyone who doesn't know what that is. And uh, she was born into a lineage of royalty. She believes that she's the rightful ruler of Mandalore, which means that she's basically a Disney princess. Hmm. Um, (laughs) And um, she's trying to, you know, her goal has always been, first and foremost, whether you agree with her tactics or not, she's not not black and white people. She's incredibly gray. And she's always thought that she was doing the right thing for her people, and sometimes she's made some pretty big mistakes. So there may be a lot of atonement to be doing. Well, you... (laughs) in the next little bit here. Now, there's rumor that you and uh, Mando are going to go at it. I mean, uh, warring against each other in this season. Can you give us any any teases about that? Well, you know, I mean, as a viewer of the show myself, that would make sense, right? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So it's, it's, it's very exciting. You know, one thing that I think I think of, uh, you know, this is the way is the is the catchphrase. It's the phrase of the of the the Mandalorians. How many times in a given week do you hear that uh, barked out at you as you as you travel around? It's so funny. I hear it all the time. But you know, what's so funny is Battlestar Galactica has so say we all. So, so say we all. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I hear both of those so much, um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that that a catchphrase from a character I played over 20 years ago um, is sort of bleeding into this character now that I've been playing for more than 10 years. So it's just been an honor. It's just so much fun. I love it. By the way, Katie, I have yet to to watch Battlestar Galactica, but Steve here in the studio and one of my best friends who whose opinion I highly regard have claimed that to be one of the greatest television shows ever. It is. Which is a bold statement, but I've heard nothing but how amazing that series was. It was, you know. I mean, there's, there's a, I think the jury's out. There's, It's pretty split on the last season of people, whether they loved it or hated it, the last, like, few episodes, because we had to wrap it up, of course. But mm-hmm. but I think that that was ahead of its time. That show was on cable when the only thing that cable had going for it was HBO. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were, the show was ahead of its time. And I think that um, everyone who loves sci-fi, knows what it is and i think that people over the last 20 years have just been finding it more and it is bigger now than it was then and it will continue to in my opinion live on because it is really really good show is it streaming anywhere right now oh crap i don't know probably peacock or something i'm sure i can find it okay uh well listen we are uh we're thrilled that you're having such success and uh the mandalorian season three is going to premiere on march 1st and everybody's waiting for you can catch up if you haven't been up to speed on it but it's well worth it it's a sensational show and you are terrific in it katie oh thank you so much yeah this is going to be a good season excellent all right great talking to you katie take care we'll see you You soon okay thank you katie i love her She's just a, a ball of positive energy, and you got to see her in uh, Battlestar Galactica because she's Starbuck, and she is the she is emotionally wrought and, yeah. and an open nerve, she's and completely contrary to who she is in real life. Wow! But uh, man, but it, it, the Mandalorian is one Preston that just um, you know they did a thing with a, a twist with a Bill Burr, who's a character, uh, uh, and he is. They brought him back, and and that whole Western vibe, that whole te- going from town to town to planet to planet, it's so good, it's so well written. John Favreau's touches everywhere, and Pedro Pascal, who's, oh. I mean, playing somebody you don't really see a lot. 
because he's wearing this helmet all the time, mm-hmm. and he's he's phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's impressive to be a great actor when you don't see the guy's face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, listen, uh, we do have to take a break because we uh, we got to fit in a Bruce Springsteen song here, and we're going to do it right on the back end of these commercials. Uh, you want to stick around for that. But I would like to give you something while you're waiting. Uh, we have the Preston and Steve skate date. Flight on Ice, Delco Rink, it's at Harrah's, and it's tonight. Yes. Uh, actually, more like this afternoon, because it's still light out at 5 o'clock. So we're doing 5 to 7 today, and if I have a couple of pairs of passes left with rentals. So we'll take callers 10 and 11. So it's tonight from 5 to 7. If you're free to join us at Harrah's Philadelphia Casino in Chester for the Delco River Rink, uh, we'd love to, to go skating with you. We're all going to be there. And it's covered. And anyone uh, can join us as well. 215-263-WMMR. That's right. Even if there were inclement weather. I'm not really seeing rain on the forecast, but it, it's covered. Uh, you can be a part of this. Callers 10 and 11. Uh, we'll get you the free passes and the rentals. But if you want to come and hang and skate with us tonight, we'd love to see you. And this might be like the first whole show appearance we've done in, in, in forever. Yeah, right? Years. I mean, we the did, last um, was the, the mixer. No, no. We did a uh, the, the square dance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. there's some more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, 215-263-WMMR, but come out and hang them with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in seconds of Bruce and then the B-File. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR welcomes Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band for two huge outdoor shows, August 16th and August 18th at Citizens Bank Park. MMR lets you beat the box office each weekday with free tickets. All this week, listen for the Daily Springsteen Grand Slam. Big Bruce hits played at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m. If you know all four song titles and are the correct number caller the next morning with Preston and Steve, you'll win two free tickets for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Hit up the contest page at WMMR.com for the VIP cheat sheet and an additional chance to win. Tickets on sale Tuesday the 28th at 10 a.m. via phillies.com slash Springsteen. Springsteen's Grand Slam with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's take one more shot at this. I got some bizarre files to write. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Files. All right, we're going to start with a pretty damn twisted story uh, that I want to share with you. It took place in Alaska. A woman pleaded guilty to killing her best friend after a man she met online said he would pay her $9 million if she sent him photos and videos of her committing murder. Mm. Yeah. So did that $9 million check ever come? Uh, Denali Bremer pleaded guilty Wednesday to first-degree murder in the death of Cynthia Hoffman. Hoffman died from a gunshot wound. She was 19 years old. Her body was dumped in the uh, Eklutna River, about 27 miles northeast of Anchorage. The Anchorage District Attorney's Office previously said that Bremer, who was 18 at the time of the crime, started planning the murder after a man she met online told her that he would give her money in exchange for evidence of her killing someone. Bremer knew the man as Tyler and had begun a relationship with him. But authorities said he had catfished her, created a fake persona as a millionaire from Kansas. His real name is Darren Schill Miller from Indiana. So what kind of millionaire is he? He's not a millionaire. Oh. Bremer and Schill Miller started planning several crimes in exchange for money, including uh, the rape and murder of someone in Alaska. Uh, Bremer chose Hoffman as the victim and recruited four friends, Caden Mc, uh, McIntosh, 
uh, Caleb Leland, and two other unnamed juveniles to help her. We'll split the $9 million. Authorities said that uh, Bremer and two of the teens tricked Hoffman into coming to Thunderbird Falls under the guise of a hiking trip. They bound her hands, feet, and mouth with duct tape and shot her in the back of the head and dumped the body in the river. It's just insane. So cold-blooded. As the crime was being committed, Bremer sent photos and videos to Shill Miller. After killing Hoffman, the group destroyed some of her personal belongings, texted her parents that they had dropped her off at a park. Police said that there was no evidence Hoffman was sexually assaulted. Uh, Bremer admitted the facts. Bremer was arrested and indicted on first-degree murder. Uh, Shill Miller was arrested and ind- uh, indicted on five murder counts. Good. And uh, McIntosh and Leland were indicted on four murder counts. How it's messed I mean, up. How how detached do you need to be to, to follow through with that? Yeah, exactly. Just uh, just gone. Just sub Without getting the money up front. Wow. It's insane. Yeah. All right. This is really weird and certainly belongs in the bizarre file. An Irish inquest found that a man who died in April of 2022 was attacked by a rooster with a history of attacking people and killed by the rooster. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. The Irish Examiner in Cork Island reported that Jasper Krause... We have a specific set of skills. ...was allegedly attacked by a Brahma chicken that oh. was moved to his property. They're big, right? After the Brahmas? Attacked, I don't know. Yeah. I know Brahma bulls are large, but I don't know about a Brahma uh, rooster... Uh, an officer, Officer Brown, said that uh, he responded to reports of a sun death. And when he arrived, he spoke to paramedics who said CPR attempts to revive the victims were unsuccessful. Man. Brown said the man later identified as Kraus was on the ground in the kitchen in a pool of blood with a wound on the back of one of his legs. I don't want you to talk to anyone. I'm going to handle your case. Uh, Corey O'Keefe. Yes, I'm the chicken's representative. Uh, Corey O'Keefe, who was a tenant, uh, said uh, that the house uh, told what happened when Krause's daughter arrived at the house. Uh, she saw blood on the floor and paramedics performing CPR. Krause had a puncture wound on the left leg and a trail of blood from the house to the chicken coop outside. His daughter said during the judicial inquiry that she realized the chicken must have caused her father's death. The daughter said that she suspected it was the chicken with blood on its claws. Yeah, that's probably a good bet. Because it had attacked her own daughter previously. Uh, The examiner also reported that O'Keefe was questioned about the incident and said that he returned home from work uh, at 8 a.m., fed the animals, and asked Krause how he was doing before heading off to bed. And Listen, little... I, I tried to avoid saying this, but he made advances on me sexually, so I had to <laughs> retaliate. And a little while later, O'Keefe reporter, uh, told reporters uh, Krauss was screaming for help. When O'Keefe went to see what was going on, uh, he said he saw blood spurting from a large wow. wound on the back of Krauss's calf, oh, which also had two other scratches. He quickly called for emergency services and was talked through CPR for about 25 minutes when paramedics arrived. As Krauss went in and out of a consciousness, O'Keefe reportedly said, uh, apparently he said the word rooster. And then screamed cock-a-doodle-doo. Uh, Krauss ultimately <laughs> pronounced dead at the scene. The coroner recorded a death of misadventure or an accident. Oh, man. Uh, describing the incident as a dreadful experience for the family. Nick, is this a Brahma rooster? Yeah, they're massive. Yeah, they're gigantic. Hey. Oh, my God. Do you and, think a, a rooster that was trained to be, you know, in, in a cockfight could mm. kill a person? Um... I don't. I this. What happened here was a lucky shot. Yeah, right. Um. So I. I. I don't. But don't they, they put razors. They on put there? razors they on. It's. It's yeah, unbelievably brutal. Yeah. yeah. I could beat up a rooster. You could beat up a rooster. I don't think yeah. so. I've, yeah. Not a Brahma. They. They're. They're jacked. 
A woman has been arrested after police say she pulled a gun in a McDonald's drive-thru. 24-year-old Amari Hendricks is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Police uh, say officers were called to the McDonald's for a report of a woman with a gun in her hand. Officer detained Hendricks and spoke to employees. Hendricks, uh, who's a fast food manager herself, it turns out, mm. went before a judge Friday afternoon. Police say uh, an upset Hendricks thought that she was entitled to a free cookie. Oh, because she works drive-thru. Hendricks was given the free cookie, but continued to argue. The next thing McDonald's workers see is... Professional a, courtesy. Hendricks allegedly had a handgun while she was in the drive-thru, so they called 911. The report said a worker saw Hendricks insert a magazine into the handgun and rack the slide, and then hears clicking sounds associated with someone chambering around. Cookie time. Uh, the report... <laughs> That's her catchphrase. Yeah. It sounds like Stallone. Yeah. Cookie time. Yeah. Uh, the report said Hendricks did point the firearm towards the drive-through window. One worker said that he could see down the barrel of the firearm. Uh, police said that Hendricks drove out of the drive-through, parked, and walked to the door. A worker tried to lock her out, but you ever with the key in the pale moonlight? <laughs> uh, ends up making contact with one of the employees. Got into a physical altercation. Thankfully, all the employees are okay. So uh, she is arrested in that. Is that all I have time for? Yeah. The the cookie bandit? All right, we'll end on the cookie bandit. Uh, We'll have some more stories for you tomorrow. I do have a lot of good ones left over. Uh, But speaking of leftover, I need to give away the rest of these because we have a movie screening tonight. Yes. It's for Cocaine Bear. Awesome. And this is at 7 o'clock at the PFS East. And if you would like to go see Cocaine Bear, by the way, it doesn't hit theaters until the 24th, so a couple days on this. Uh, we'll take 10 callers. I have another 10 to give away. 215-263-WMMR. Free movie on us. Let's set you up with that. 7 o'clock tonight at PFS East. Cocaine Bear. 10 callers now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question. Music news. Trash. Those things are on the way. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. uh, Today, we ask a lesson question and give away a prize that is a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is taking place, excuse me, this weekend at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Uh, The question that we are going to go... This with this morning is which which legendary singer recorded a song about vaginas that were whistling in the wind? Two one five two one five two six three WMMR. All right, which legendary singer singer? Come on, press. Recorded a song about vaginas that were whistling in the wind. Beautiful song. Two one five two six three WMMR. If you heard that, and you know what? Call now. We want to give you a prize, and we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. Three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we got this morning, Steve. What you uh, throwing at us today? Well, Bachelor alum Josh Murray says the new Bachelor spinoff about senior citizens called The Golden Bachelor will be the most popular version ever. Murray says you haven't seen anything until you've seen Blue Emu being used for a hand job. Oh, oh my God. God. Richard Gere recovering in Mexico, Kathy, after falling ill <gasps> with pneumonia. Yes, on vacation. Oh, 
Gear says he's almost 100% and can't wait to get back to having explosive diarrhea from the water. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Lauren Sanchez opening up about her relationship with Jeff Bezos for the first time, describing how the two met. Sanchez says that Bezos introduced himself to her at a charity gala after watching her suck the treads off a snow tire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood show. All right, thank you. Let's see if we can indeed find some answer to this question. Which legendary singer recorded a song about vaginas that were whistling in the wind? Beautiful. We'll go to John and see if he knows the answer. Hey, John, morning. Morning, how are you? Good, buddy. All right, so which famous singer had a song about vaginas whistling in the wind? Bob Dylan? It's a Dylan song. Hold on, John. Got yourself four pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show. And it's taking place this week in Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Three days only to shop, compare, and save with local trusted experts. And you can buy tickets early and save at phillyhomeandgarden.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, on Tuesday, Guns N' Roses announced an extensive world tour. That includes 37 dates across the Middle East, Europe, and North America. The global trek is slated to kick off June 5th in Tel Aviv. And then uh, they'll be in North America in August with shows scheduled in Boston, Chicago, Nashville, Toronto, St. Louis, Houston, San Diego, Phoenix, Several cities, not Philadelphia. However, the closest they will be is in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and that will be on August 11th. They will also be in East Rutherford, New Jersey uh, on the 15th of August. Tickets pre-sale are are available now, and all general sales will start on Friday. Uh, So if you're longing to get to GNR, then uh, you'll have to head out to Hershey. We're we'll going to Israel, right? Is that where they're right now? Tel Aviv. You want to go to the opening yeah. one? You can go to there. Yep, absolutely. Watch play Welcome to the Kibbutz. Yep. Sir Paul McCartney and Sir Ringo Starr have reportedly recorded parts for the upcoming Rolling Stones album. Ah. Paul is said to have recorded bass parts in a studio in L.A. in recent weeks. And biddly, 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 biddly. the album, which is produced by Andrew Watt, is said to be in the mixing phase. Uh, Late drummer Charlie Watts is set to feature on the band's next album. Ronnie Wood recently revealed, he said, we are recording the new album now, and we're going off to L.A. in a few weeks to carry it on and finish it off. Charlie is on some of the tracks, and drummer Steve Jordan as well. Have any of the Beatles popped up on, uh... I know they've written songs that the Stones have covered, uh, but... Uh, Very good question. I do not know. I don't know that they've ever uh, performed. They've been friends for forever. Yeah, they're, um... Brian Jones, was it Brian Jones? He's the one who, who died, right? Yes, yeah. He is on, he plays saxophone on a song that the Beatles did huh. uh, called uh, You Know My Name, Look Up the Number. Uh, but that's the only cross recording that I know that took huh. place, but I, I could be off on that. And obviously, yeah, John and Paul wrote um, uh, I Want to Be Your Man and essentially gave it to the Stones and yeah. said, Here, you can have this. And uh, they, they, Thank had, you. they had a hit with it. Uh, after his hilarious Super Bowl commercial for Workday, uh, Ozzy Osbourne is taking on another one, uh, this time for PlayStation VR 2. In the ad, you see him wearing the virtual reality goggles and commenting on dinosaurs that he's watching. And at one point, he says, I'm very technical these days. And much of it is bleeped because that's the yeah, ongoing joke. Yeah. 
Uh, Sharon walks into the living room at the end and throws a toy bat at him. Uh, Ozzy posted a clip on his social media pages, by so the way. The reviews on this uh, newest version of the VR are sensational. They said right now there's not a lot of games for it, mm-hmm. and it's not retro-fitted, so you can't take VR games from the other system and port them over, but it's very cool. Ozzy likes it. He loves it. Amy Lee recently joined Bush on stage in Nashville. The Evan- Evanescent singer uh, accompanied the band. On uh, Monday for the song A Thousand Years, uh, Gavin Rossdale shared a few photos to Instagram on Tuesday, and he included the following message saying, Well, that was a blast. What a magical night. Thank you, Amy Lee. You elevated us to new galaxies. What a thrill. Uh, Lee added on her own Instagram, she said, I was deeply inspired by their music as I was dreaming of forming my own band. Hmm. If 13-year-old me saw a glimpse of last night, she would absolutely have died. Uh, so that was cool that they got together and did that. And then finally, uh, how will Def Leppard and Motley Crue solve disagreements on the road? Well, the two bands shared recently a video on YouTube showing that they'll decide who gets top billing on their airplane by flipping a coin. (laughs) Uh, Def Leppard singer Joe Elliott can be heard saying in the clip, we rented a plane together and it's effing massive and we're going to dress it. And the thing is, what name goes first, Motley or Leopard? So they flipped a coin, ultimately... Def Leppard won, and so they're going to be first uh, written on the side of the plane. Excellent. Def Leppard and then Motley Crue. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you right now. Uh, We have a secret text word. Been mentioning that this morning. So, Kathy, we need a caller right now. Seven. All right. Seven. Seventh caller, 215-263-WMMR. You get to let us know what the secret text word is, and if you do so, you win a prize. We'll get a random text or two. We'll return with that winner in a bit. Stay with us. Back in a moment. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic is almost here. Friday, March 3rd at Montage Mountain. You don't want to miss this spectacle on snow as these cardboard creations attempt to make the finish line with cash prizes and pride on the line. Come for the cardboard. Stay for Mountain Fest. Two days of live music mountainside. Friday night, it's ever clear. Saturday features lit and fuel. With a fireworks show on the snow to cap it all off. For tickets and the helpful Discover Depot travel guide with lodging and activities info, visit WMMR.com or text CARDBOARD to 39333. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic. Sponsored by Acme Corrugated Box. From concept to delivery, our innovations are your packaging solutions. And from Montage Mountain and 93.3 WMMR. Uh, kind of like a Monday for us. We uh, you know, had a couple of extra days off, but uh, a very much Friday vibe. Sure, yeah. Lots of activity today, and we're not even done yet because we still need to give away our secret text word prize, and we were looking for the seventh caller. So why don't we go do that now? See if we can get a winner. I'm going to go to uh, Dave, uh, who's on the line. Three testicles. <laughs> three testicles. Thank you, Dave, for sharing. We appreciate it. Uh, do me a favor right, and tell me what the secret text word is, please, sir. I think it's dingy. Dingy. Yeah. That is correct. Hang on just a second, buddy. We are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for the Discover Boating Atlantic City Boat Show. Yeah. It's in partnership with Progressive Insurance, March 1st through the 5th at the Atlantic City Convention Center. And it is the Mid-Atlantic's biggest boat sale. 
with hundreds of boats and exhibitors under one roof. And you can visit acboto.com uh, for tickets and information. And then we grabbed a random texter, and that winner is Gavin Esner of Williamstown, New yeah. Jersey. So Gavin's going to get to the uh, the boat show. I've never been to a boat show. We used to go all the time. Did you really? Yeah, and they're fun. It's like I, like I would love an RV show, too. You know, anything that's... State of the art or what they have, you know, and you, and you dream a little bit. Steve, oh my I, God, I, yeah. I went to this one in Atlantic City a few yeah, years yeah. ago, and you're walking around, and there are those $2 million, $3 million yeah. yachts, you know, and you're like, oh, so this is what I like to be filthy rich. <laughs> yeah. You know what's cool about them, too, is that if you get tired, you just go into one and just sit, you know, yes. hang out for yeah, a while, hang out, yeah, lay down. <laughs> Get in the cabin cruiser. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Yeah, they got them all in there. Nice. Uh, I would like to thank our guests. We had uh, Todd Glass. Todd stopped by this morning. He's playing uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. Well, tomorrow and Saturday. And then, wait, tomorrow's Thursday. I'm sorry, he's doing tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. And then on Sunday, he is, I thought he was somewhere else besides Helium. No, he's uh, at Helium on Sunday uh, okay. as well. And then I, maybe he's going somewhere. He's somewhere he is. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. 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 That's next week. Yeah. Oh, is that next week? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we had um, uh, a nice moment with him. It was his, great. His mom passed recently, and, and Todd was very thankful for those who have reached out to him. So thank you for that. Uh, and the very lovely Katie Sackhoff. Yes. Season three of The Mandalorian is on Wednesday, March 1st, Disney Plus, and she was a treat to speak to. Uh, Pierre Robert is here, our treat at WMMR. God bless you, lad. Nice to see you, sir. Nice to see you. So um, yesterday was a best of, and um, the segment they used, I had not, uh, the, the great thing about best ofs is you, you alternate them, so right. they don't appear at the same time zone when people may have heard them originally. Uh, some folks can only listen at certain times of the day or the morning or the afternoon or the evening. And um, your discussion was about alternates to swear words. Mm. All right. Uh, and it was it was great because one of the words you said is, oh, fudge. Yes. <laughs> Instead of the other F word. And as a person that curses a great deal in everyday <laughs> life, just l- kind of like Dave Grohl does, it's, what an effing great day, you know? I mean, the F word and the S word is in every single thing that guy says. But it was a great discussion, and listeners were calling in, and I had not heard it before, so I enjoyed it. Cool. And then you went into the commercials, and there was a commercial that Nick does for Meineke, and um, there's a thing, if you're tired of filling up your swear jar... Oh, right. <laughs> and I just found it, and yeah, it, there's, uh, because something happens in your car and you curse, and it's, so is that a swear jar? Is that... Yes, yeah, so if you're cursing too much and you need uh, brake replacement, Meineke can help you, help you out with that, and obviously we plan those. You yes. Know, the commercial... I, 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 I knew it was uh, synchronized. Yeah, of absolutely. course it wasn't, but it was a magical little synchronicity yeah. that you were discussing swearing, and then there was uh, a brief commercial message that also referenced swearing. Love that. I enjoyed worked that. worked out like that. Small detail, but I liked it. Excellent. Well, yeah. we are happy to have entertained. You always do. Thank you, sir. All right, so we have a new prize, so we need a new word, three letters this time around. You ready? Ta-ta. All right. Ta-ta. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A is in Apple. All right. A good way to start. We have an A. And we're going to get two more and we'll give away. And, and then I have a lot of letters to say here. 
We have the LG 65-inch UQ 7F5 Series <laughs> LED 4K UHD Smart TV. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Nice. Say that again. It is the LG 65-inch UQ 75 Series LED 4K UHD Smart wow, TV. Oh, you did. I did it. And uh, it's a Lego Mandalorian helmet comes along cool. with it. And a Mandalorian Season 3 poster. Uh, the Mandalorian Season 3, streaming March 1st, only on Disney Plus, by the way. Uh, what's up on the program today, sir? Well, we continue the Grand Slam for Bruce. I got a song at 2 p.m. to play. I've got Jerry Cantrell tickets to give away. He'll be at the Parks Excite Center uh, mid-March. And Workforce Blocks of Sublime, uh, Bradley's birthday would be today, where he's still with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty Reckless and the great Talking Heads mm-hmm. all in store. Wonderful. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors, too. The President's Savings are brought to you today by Duncan. President's Savings runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme, Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band at Citizens Bank Park, August 16th and 18th. Tickets on sale 10 a.m. Tuesday at phillies.com. Slash Springsteen tomorrow on our program. Ah, we have an in-studio studio visitor. Uh, the home show is coming up. And our good friend, builder, carpenter, awesome, all-around awesome guy, Jeff Devlin. Oh, yeah, Jeff is great. Yeah. We'll spend some time with him, and we'll see what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. So rage on. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Game. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the map. You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you.